and welcome to another episode of the Young Black and Bothered Sports Desk. This is your boy, QDZ, and open bars are the devil, <laughs> inside a joke. I am joined by my co-host, good way to introduce yourself to everyone. Hey, it's Pam. We are back here with another neat, same rap place, same rap channel, and um, I'm going to agree with Q. Open bars are the devil, but I think what's even worse is Dollar Jameson shots on a Sunday when the hockey playoffs are going on. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh, I've had those before. Anyway, what's going on, y'all? It's Lou. Hope everybody had a good week. Uh, good to be back and uh, talk some sports with you guys. What's up, y'all? I'm here. Good to see y'all. Good to see you as well, and welcome back. I know you had a nice little adventure uh, with that lady in COVID. Um, it was good to be back in the house. Yeah. Back to the house. All right. So we are a little bit behind, and the show is all yours. Again, is our website update of the week. Hey. All right, so quick little wrestling update of the evening. Me and my beautiful co-host Cashley's talked about it last week on the Mountain Mats. If you haven't checked it out, make sure you go everywhere you get your podcast and you go ahead and check that out for us. But we got a little bit into who's next for title contention in all of the promotions. So we spoke about New Japan. We spoke WWE. We even spoke about Impact, which was very shocking, um, to say the least. But there were a bit of surprises. Alexa Bliss did come back last week on Raw, and she did face Sonya Deville, which she did beat her. Asuka, the queen, because Charlotte, who? Asuka is back, and better than ever. And then last week, we finally heard that Charlotte is out indefinitely. AKA, she's going to go and get married to Andrade. So, congratulations to them. We wish them all the best on their nuptials. There's been some drama going on with Kota Ibushi in New Japan. We got a little bit into that last week, but we're going to deep dive some more again this week on the Melon Mat here on Stereo Thursdays at 6 30. Uh, but there's been so much going on. And believe it or not, I've been trying to keep up. But I will tell you, my favorite thing that has happened so far, which isn't really, it's wrestling related, but it isn't. But if you went and you listened to the show, you know, I am here for the A-Champ. Carmelo Hayes is the man, the A-Champ, put the strap on him. He's taken it to the moon and all the way around the galaxy. He is what I would consider what a champ should look like. And I posted because he has a cameo. So I posted like, hey, you know, if you're my friend and you love me, he'll do this. And shout out to my big homie, Tav. Tav went and he got me a Carmelo Hayes cameo. And then Carmelo Hayes said, oh, it's for you. I got you. So be on the lookout for that. Because when that comes out, I just want y'all to know. Um, yeah, you can't tell me nothing. Nothing at all. Not maybe, not even a little bit. But uh, yeah, so that was 
a really good highlight as far as wrestling for me this week. There's been some rumbles with AEW, of course, like always, because the rumor for this week is that MJF, who is in the middle of his contract, is trying to do a contract negotiation for more money, but still be able to be a free agent in 2024. And of course, Tony Khan is thinking about it because, let's be honest, MJF is a star for AEW. But it also leaves you with the context of, well, if he can negotiate his deal in the middle of it, why shouldn't I be able to negotiate my deal? So the rumor we're trying to figure out is, should Tony Khan actually negotiate with MJF? MJF does bring him a lot of money. Um, MJF is one of his top stars. I mean, they paired him with Cody. They paired him with Jericho. Now MJF is, they paired him with CM Punk. Now he's all by himself having his face off with Wardlow for the upcoming pay-per-view, Double or Nothing, live from Vegas. What should he do? I think that's a kind of a great way to figure out, is this star worth the money? You're going to throw the money at whoever anyway, Tony. Why not get a man a raise? Now, for those who aren't holding their weight, I feel like if you want to negotiate your contract and you're not really bringing new fans, new anything to the product, I don't know if you should even have that option to negotiate your contract. Like, you have to be able to prove something in order for you to say, hey, I want like this huge raise. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. Um, I'm a little bit excited to see. I'm liking the crossover that's going on with Impact, New Japan, and Bullet Club versus Ring of Honor. I'm, I'm liking all this. I feel like it's a great segue into that Forbidden Door pay-per-view that's going to be live in Chicago next month. So I'm excited to see what happens. Wrestling has been getting a little bit better, um, but I still want more. I feel like I'm not fully as invested as I was this time last year. So I want more from wrestling. But Greg, what do you think? What? How do you feel about wrestling going on? Oh, and also, Greg, I also want your thoughts on this. Drake did go and follow your boo, Nikita Lyons, on Instagram. And they're thinking about doing a collab. So what are your thoughts? Um, well, I've been out of commission, but I have been watching wrestling. Been very excited for everything that's to, to come. Even New Japan. Um, I did manage to catch that up, you know, drunk from the hotel. I did watch some of uh, Raw tonight. I did watch Raw last week. Uh, I tried to watch SmackDown, but it was in the middle of like the wedding rehearsal. So I didn't get to see too much. Um, I did see that Charlotte and everything like we talked about a couple weeks ago, like, you know, after the whole Rousey thing, she's going to be gone for a while which I think she's rightfully, you know, needed that break because she's literally been, you know, dropping her nuts all over the women's division for like four or five years. And it's that, um, don't really care for Alexa bliss and this return. I feel like everybody don't need to return all at the same time. I just, I don't want to see her back right now. Didn't she just get married like a month ago? Like she didn't even take the break that I thought she was going to take. So there's that, um, the was it what's the dude's name you said mjg or whoever he mjf uh, mjf uh him the the fact that i could care less about him means that i don't know much about AEW like i thought i did um i personally if i'm tony khan i'm not paying him 
uh, because I remember he was in like another like thing. Wasn't he like Dixie's like nephew or some shit like that? Like no, I, I not him. That was him. No, that was, not him. Was that the same guy? No, that's the nope. other dude who looked like the, he he looked like a bootleg Miz, right? That was the, the other dude. Um, God, I just know it's MJF. This is MJF's well, first it, big promotion. Well, I, I'm not paying him. I, I'm, I wouldn't pay him. <laughs> the only reason I'm not paying him is because I how can I put it without sounding like an asshole he's not worth anything on any other brand he's only his worth on AEW he's like Taz with ECW like yeah like he's a face but who the fuck cares if you want a face on a brand that's like already oversaturated with a whole bunch of nobodies that you don't know what to do with so I mean have you seen Lana and Rusev uh on like social media like she's promoting like doing like a action movie because she has nothing to do with her career anymore and then rusev is just like just mid-card just like he was in wwe so it's like what is khan doing but if he wants to pay m mtf atm or whatever his name is cool um i just feel like aw they have more money than they can throw at people and i don't want that guy who i already can't even tell you what his name is i don't want him dictating the market i don't want him saying oh well i got paid the bucks because i'm a star on AEW." and then next thing you know when it comes to actual free agents for wwe or you know new japan or something like that they're like oh well, he got that much money at AEW with con so it matters it's like it doesn't though con will literally go and pay a cowboys cheerleader to be like, what, what do they call the AW women? Like the the knockouts? Or what? I don't want to be disrespectful. What do they call? You're them? thinking about Impact, and that's Impact, Impact knockouts. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So like with Impact, how like they just like you know what? We'll just just have a bunch of knockouts. They all like blonde five three. They had a history of cheerleading in college and shit like that. Barely had any wrestling skills, but you know what? Look good, and they know how to uh, bump. So cool. Like let's just give it to them. It's like yeah, but. They don't move the needle. Um, MJF or ATM, he he doesn't move the needle for me. When I look at his Instagram and stuff like that, I think he has charisma, but it just it feels like when the Miz first started out, it's like yo, like everybody hated the Miz because he was just a, a punchable face, and I feel like they just are using him like that. He's like AEW's Miz, but Miz has charisma and personality. This ATM person is just like just another guy so um i just i hope AEW fixes it because they actually made the wwe look good this year and i feel like i'm eating my words so yeah we we, we, we will see um outside of that new japan was great what i did witness what i did see very happy Sorry, at the events that i've seen hmm. oh so i'm having my, trouble hearing you even my apple watch said hey like you you need to repeat huh? yourself that yeah, yeah. My, my, my watch was. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, my watch. My watch was surprised at me giving somebody credit. So there's that. But basically, man, I just I'm really impressed so far. Ever since I'd say like two weeks after uh, Royal Rumble, um, everything I said to begin the year about wrestling, how it was like a shit show and nothing was good, I've been thoroughly entertained. And since there's nothing on TV. I've been even more entertained at storylines, learning new people. Um, I've really been on this kick on YouTube of watching old Luchasaurus videos. I don't know what it is. I've just been watching him and WrestleMania and all these like topics. So that's just that. But I do want to touch on this before I like 
stop talking. Um, Nikita, I love you so much. I do, but the <laughs> shit has to. The, the shit has to stop. It, it really like it. You know when it's like, all right, like there, there's the 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 white woman or the white person who's like they cool and they down, but then they start doing like little cringeworthy shit, and it's just it's like the foundation is starting to show cracks. It's starting to show cracks. Um, my sister's wedding, congratulations to her. Just not the show for all that, but I'm just saying that. Um, I looked on Instagram drunkenly on the middle of the dance floor and I'm seeing her dirty wine again for like the fourth straight video. And it, it looked like what happens when you move like U-Haul boxes off of a truck, but you don't pick them up. You slide them. It's like, it just looked uncomfortable. <laughs> And it was like, you're supposed to pick up the box. Like, why are you not picking up the box? You just, you're sliding it across the floor. And like, this, this, is, this is what happens. And I'm, I'm trying not to be rude, but this is what happens when you have like interracial relationships as somebody who is married in an interracial relationship, but they also like kind of like get dislodged in who they are as a person for the sake of being in that relationship. Nikita's at that point. And the the star power of like the Drakes and the celebrities and stuff like I'm seeing battle rappers. I'm seeing uh people like Jada Kiss and all them like liking her statuses and shit because like she's a white girl that's a little bit thick with like a little bit of ass. And it was like, yo, I remember how this was with Lana. I remember how this was with a couple other women in the WWE and just honestly, just women in general, like on Instagram who just happen to be white that have a little bit of like finesse about them. Something's going to come out. And I'm going to be like, you know what? I got to cancel her. Um, I'll give you a perfect example. And then I'm done. Do y'all remember three weeks ago? This is pre-COVID. The, little, the white girl who was singing, uh, what was it? A uh, little baby. All little of baby. Facebook. Yeah. Yep. And then got come, canceled come just as quick. Got canceled for how she says the N word and she should feel comfortable. With I'm like, yeah, Nikita. All I'm going to say is I, you can say Patois like Drake and all that shit. You can just stop just please please while you're ahead like i was on her and everybody knows it anybody who's listened to the show knows i've been on her hard for months like months even when you know the melon matt podcast when i went on their show and was still talking about her that was what three months ago when i was talking about her even before then i was like yo like I i see it i see the potential pam said to me she was like greg she's going to ruin it for you eventually and i said you know what no she's not she, no, like she got it. Pam, I'm sorry. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Run that back. What, what did you say? Yes. I'm sorry. Um, because we I knew it was only it. a matter of time. Yeah. It was, um, it was only a matter of time. I just wasn't really expecting her to like go the extra, extra mile. But the, the twerking shit, like I, I really want women who can't dance to stop twerking and just like cheerlead. Or, like, do things that just don't require you, like, arching your back at a 90-degree angle and hoping to shake your ass. Or that that new thing with women who they don't have enough ass, so they just, like, shake their thighs in front of the camera and shit. That's even worse. That, that It's literally like having somebody with fake lashes blink and they're acting like their eye, like eyelashes are real and shit. It, it's still not real. Just stop that. But, Nikita, please, like, 
do not be the girl who I find out you and Drake hanging out and then your little light skinned boyfriend, he get mad and he posting on Instagram how he, you know, he was in love with you even before when you were just the, the BBW and now you're just a thick white girl because you lost a little bit of weight. You do karate and shit like that. Stop. I'm telling you this now because when is SummerSlam? Is that July? Yeah, July? July 30th. I'm, I'm letting you know this now, Nikita. They they gave her a push that I was not expecting. I thought Nikita, I was going to have her for another six months and what nobody going to notice. I remember when I followed her, she was at 17,000 followers on Instagram. She's at over 280K right now. And it's not because she looked good. It's because she's thick <laughs> with a little bit of ass. A Honestly, little bit? Come tell. on. Don't say a little bit. Come on now. Give, no, give us a problem. No, no, no. No, 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 no. There's a difference between being fit and being like borderline BBW. Like the only reason I say that, and this is no disrespect to any woman who's BBW or thick or anything like that. As somebody who loves Nia Jax, people would give her shit for her fat suits. And I told y'all, and please go check the tapes. I said, all Nikita is, is a fucking Nia Jax, but white. Did I not say this? I know I know for a fact I said that. Lou, please tell me if I said this wrong or not, but I know I said that. I said she has the same fucking outfits that Nia Jax had. All they did was just take like the corners, like where the hips are and shit like that, and cut that out and just put a thong. That's literally what they did for her. I yeah, know you, I said s- you said that. I yeah, remember. You did. But mind you, they couldn't add sex appeal to Nia Jax. Why? I don't know. Because Nia Jax was beautiful the entire fucking time. They just say, you know what? Her and Tamina, regardless of how beautiful they look, they have to look super masculine because it looks better for brown women to look dominant against these 5'2 white women. But then you have this girl who's fucking 5'11, 230 pounds. And, and I don't know if she's 230. I'm just saying, like, you know, the way that they position her against, like, other women from, like, NXT. When she's, like, wrestling other girls, I'm like, yo, that girl, she's throwing that fucking girl around. She's, like, 4'11, 5 feet and shit. And then here comes Nikita just doing, like, she, how can I say it without being an ass? And this is it. She rem- She's like a mixture between Nia Jax and Rikishi. It's like most of her moves are like ass moves. I'm dead. Or I'm dead. It's like, or it's like just moves. Just like, like you're just overpowering them. So again, Nikita, I love you. I just know it's going to be a matter of time before I'm upset at something you do. And I'm starting to see the forest for the trees. So Pam, Cashley, Melon and Matt, I said this before and I'm going to say it again. Y'all were right. But it's it's going to come down to and I'm going to give her about three months. She's going to say something or she's going to get on an Instagram live. She's going to post something and we're going to be like, God damn it. We got to cancel her. Now, the question is, is Greg going to cancel her? Absolutely. I'm going to cancel her, but I'm still going to like them ass photos because I'm still a heathen at the end of the day. So <laughs> with that being said, um, but I'm, Hi, I'm done. Um, yeah, so. Thank you, you know, Pam, for giving me that moment to talk about Nikita, at least. I'd rather just honestly get to the next pay-per-view because I think it was Money uh, Money in the Bank. Can't wait. Next pay-per-view is Money in the Bank. Yeah. No, no, no. I can't wait. Ask July. Nope, there's something before that. They asked me one more. There's another pay-per-view. Because Money in the Bank I'm supposed to go to, which, thank you for reminding me. Money in the Bank and SummerSlam being literally three weeks apart 
is not okay with my soul. I just want you to know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, all I know is like if it wasn't for y'all show, like even though we talk about oh, in here, like Helen it would have given Helen the Cell. Oh, well, yeah. They 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 pretty much treat Helen the Cell like a tables match these days. So I'm just fuck Helen the Cell. Like it's probably one of the the one wrestling pay-per-views that if I go through like the history of pay-per-views that have had a decline, I think um the the top three that like they started off like the the best pay-per-views ever and then just like went downhill. Like Hell in a Cell is number two. Starcade is still gonna be number one for me because I don't know what the fuck it went from Starcade to being like a Sunday night heat. So Starcade, Hell in a Cell, and then um No Mercy gonna be a war. No Mercy has I, to be on it. Honestly, I was gonna say backlash. And well, the reason now why I was like WrestleMania backlash. So we gotta and, and that, I, and that, I agree. But that's why. But think about it. Remember, Backlash used to be in February. That used to be like the A. Like, we're going to get here before we get to Mania. Like, you know, everybody gets a last chance to, like, figure some shit out. You know, sometimes the titles would change. And you're like, oh, well, this is a surprise. And now it's just like, whatever. Um, and then, what's an honorable mention? So I said Backlash, Starcade, and that. Um, Clash of Champions. Clash of Champions. Oh, yeah. And is that the one that's always in, like, Saudi Arabia and shit? Uh, I no, the one that's normally like the Saudi show is, uh, it's not like, it's kind of like Clash Champions, but not really Clash mm-hmm. Champions. Saudi show is more like, who's all our big stars? Mm-hmm. We need to get this Saudi money. I will say an honorable yeah. mention for me would be Extreme Rules. Oh, yeah. 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 You you know, like, when you have like, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to say, the, is it a, a panties match it's not a panties match but they had like a, a panties match. match yeah i was like yo like this is extreme like you know what uh, again i'm not going to disrespect the wwe any more than i already have for 2022 i'm you know almost you know dying because of the covid shit and i'm being extreme here like put you know a different perspective on life that covid shit is not right but what I will say is I'm going to be nicer about a lot of things except for Kyrie because, you know, I'm eternal with that. Um, the Nikita shit, if she does what I think she's going to do, which that's coming, that's loading. Um, Vince McMahon, because I still feel like he's doing a lot. Um, and honestly, if I can say this before we end the wrestling segment, um, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, and we already talked about his daughter, but we're going to talk about you. Um, I'm going to give you the Adam Gates Why Are You Still Here award, the you know initial war for tonight. Ric Flair, 73 years old. Thank you, Cashley, for sending this article. If I fucking see you in this ring at 73 years old wrestling and trying to do anything, it, it has to stop. It, it It literally has to stop. Ric Flair, I would rather him touch pussies on an airplane than be in a wrestling ring. And I mean that from the bottom of his heart. Yeah. I, 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 I'm gonna find the I'm, chill button and press it. Cause what? I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just really at the point with like, like Rick, like when he did the Migos videos and all that stuff. Cool, but Rick, like at 73, man, you're risking it. Like they literally, the article that I saw also on um, YouTube, they were like, Flair made just decide to go out in the ring. I was like. That's not a, a good thing to hear. And the only reason I got mad about that like YouTube clip is because the clip right before that um, was something that happened over the weekend with Owen Hart's uh, wife. I think she's like a doctor or something like that. 
and they were talking about like how she was honored at was it AEW? There was like a tournament or something like that. I can't remember like off the top of my head, but I was like, I went from watching a video about Owen Hart's wife and like a memorial for him to Ric Flair, like at 73, like wrestling. I was like, damn, have I gotten that old to the point where it's like, I don't even want to see the old people anymore. No. And you're right. The Owen Hart cup is going on right now at AEW. So she was recognized because they're having the Owen Hart cup foundation do a tournament to bring awareness to Owen Hart and that foundation, et cetera, et cetera. Tony Khan is a piece of shit sometimes. He knew he couldn't do Ultimate Warrior shit, which, you know, Vince has been kind of like declining on that for the recent years, but that's a story for another day. But then you got the Owen Hart one. I appreciate the fact that they're trying to show light to Owen Hart because, you know, Vince won't do it for him or Benoit, you know, pause button on that word. But yeah, we, at some point we have to say, you know what? The legends are the legends. Just let them go somewhere. We stopped talking about Hogan. So let's start, you know, just focusing on other things at this point. So, yeah. But this, this week of wrestling, pretty interesting. You know, the last two weeks. Um, yeah, but Nikita, I'm on your I'm on your heels. Do not do no dumb shit. Please, please, for the sake of God, do not. Damn, I we agree. got a lot of voicemails. We do. Let's hit it. Let's start with number one, Cashley. TK is smart. He'll definitely invest that extra money in MJF. Um, I think if for any reason he would allow MJF to slip through his fingers, then I, I think he would lose a great deal of um, the fan base. But I start over here. Definitely agree. This is what we were saying, though, when we were talking about her. We saw all this coming, like, there's really nothing to her, but she's just a white girl with a little bit of thickness. And brothers lost their mind. Saw it all coming. Yep. Y'all talking about That's always in Saudi Arabia. Yep. Standing, um, this match is supposed to be against Ricky Steamboat. And apparently it's been something they have been planning. So, um, yeah, I don't think either one of them should be in the ring. Um, but I'll follow up with more um, info as I get it. Yeah, Rick Flair versus Ricky Steamboat. I do not want to see that. I'm sorry. Absolutely not. And our last voicemail in for wrestling. So attended the New Japan show Capital Collision. Um, but I'll get into more details um, on this Thursday show with the Melon and Matt. So definitely tune in for that. Yes. So we. Went through all our voice notes. As always, Cashly, we normally are on the same page and agree with some things. Some things we don't, but a lot of the things we do. I do not want to see Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat at all in any way, shape, or form. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm honestly tired of seeing Cody versus Seth Rollins. And I'm bringing this up because live on Raw right now, that's what they are promoting. Because Cody should be coming on in about seven minutes to give some sort of something interview of some sort and a notification just popped up on my twitter while listening to voice notes they're gonna now start selling temporary tattoos of the nightmare factory that cody has are we dead ass really vince it, it was a bad tattoo from the start and now that they're doing that i'm really just i, I i'm over it but I do know we have so much more sports to talk about. 
here live on the sports desk, we definitely have to get into the hockey playoffs this weekend because let's fucking go Rangers. And then, ugh, Tampa Bay Lightning one. But let's go Rangers. Let's let's go Rangers. That's a nice segue for you, Q. Take it away. Thank you very much for that. And remember to catch the Yell in the Mat here on Stereo Thursdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or you get even more analysis from Cashley and Pam about all things wrestling, all things wrestling. So uh, go ahead and set your reminders right now and catch them on Thursdays here live on Stereo. Um, and with that being said, uh, this was... Uh, thank you for that segue, uh, Pam, because this was an exciting weekend in sports. There were seven game sevens in between the NBA and the National Hockey League Stanley Cup playoffs or seven game sevens. The two greatest words in sports, game seven. Uh, there were plenty of them to watch, two of them, which is <laughs> unwatchable. We're going to get that <laughs> get to that in a second when we get to the NBA. But I want to <clears throat> start us off uh, um, in the NFL with the news that came out today. Our boy Antonio Brown is back in the news. Oh boy. Oh boy. So he said today, he announced on Twitter <clears throat> that he wants to retire as a Steeler. And then he followed up that tweet and says, um, I don't want to play. I just want to, I, I want to end my career. There. Meaning, he wants to take a one-day contract. He wants to sign a one-day contract and retire as a student, not in a playing uniform. Jeez. Guys, have at, have at it. Nope, nope. Let <laughs> let Lou go first. Let Lou go first, please. Antonio Brown is the Kyrie Irving of the NFL. Oh my! He thinks he can oh just my. put out a tweet. He can put out a tweet. He could go on Instagram, whatever. And I mean. Whatever the hell he wants, and oh, oh yeah, come on, Antonio, you can retire as a Steeler. Get the hell out of here. He's getting my Adam Gase. Why are you still here? Award. <laughs> yes. 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 We, are, we are in agreement. All four, all four of us are in agreement. In an agreement, agreement, and an, and an award. The first one of the night. I can't even remember when that has happened. Has that ever? Happened? It's never happened. It's never happened. Hey. First time on the sports staff, all four of us agree unanimously that one person should receive the same reward. Shout out to that. Yeah, Antonio, A.B., man, oh, I've been saying this for months. I've been saying this for years. If you need meds, if you are prescribed meds, take the meds. He must be off of meds. <laughs> I mean, why no, no, no. does he... Does he really honestly actually think that like the front office would just be like, oh yeah, of course, we'll give you a big old ceremony and you know, everything. You, you, you know, did, did you win a Super Bowl when you were here? Nope. Did you were near the Super Bowl? Nope. I just. I just have no no words. And considering that pop culture aspect of it, he messing with Keisha Cole and she done got AB tattooed on the ass for talking about she's celibate for a year. I think maybe he might just be putting a little bit. Nah, it's not even a little bit. He got way too much fucking dip on his chip. He wilding the fuck out. 
He needs to chill. Yeah. Yeah, isn't he? But here's the thing. Antonio Brown just been saying shit that I, I've been watching because, uh, again, being in a bed, you just you pay more attention to just stupid shit. So that pissed me off. But then when he said, like, uh, America doesn't have racism after literally saying that Bruce Arians was racist to him. Also saying that Ben Roethlisberger was racist to him. Also saying the the fucking team called the Oakland Raiders at the time were racist to him. Also saying that the NFL was racist to him. Also saying that after he went on tour with Kanye, that he wasn't too fond of his the treatment that he received because of what racism. It's like actually even more with Antonio Brown. It's just the same dude whose white baby mom, his girlfriend of uh, multiple, you know, kids. I think they have like two sons or something like that. Congratulations, beautiful kids, beautiful gowns. All I'm going to say when it comes to Antonio Brown is he says a lot of stupid shit and the CTE that is like lingering on his tongue that's tipping towards his brain has literally got him to the point where he just says and does the dumbest fucking shit. He told his baby mom on social media, "No more white women." And then literally 30 days later is back with her. So she's clearly an idiot for that. But whatever, story for another day. Antonio Brown literally goes and leaves the Bucks, says everything he says about the Bucks, then says, you know what? I wouldn't mind playing for the Bucks after Bruce Arians decides that he's no longer the coach, right? Then he says he wants to go play with his cousin in Baltimore because guess what? Nobody else wants him. Then when they say, you know what? No, we don't want you. You know what he says? Oh, I want to go play with Pittsburgh, the original team that you shitted on. And I hate to say this, Lou, and please, you know, forgive me for saying no, this. Go, it's Mike. Go right ahead. It's, it's Mike Tomlin's fault. Mike Tomlin being the black coach that can't be fired pretty much gave leniency to players like Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster and Le'Veon Bells of the world, who honestly were great players who got ahead of themselves because they were on a halfway decent team that just couldn't get the whole mile because of them. When the Steelers couldn't win, wasn't because of the fucking team. Antonio Brown was a fucking head case. Juju Smith-Schuster, instead of fucking going and catching the ball, he's doing TikToks. So it's like, okay, like, what is going on? Like, I can't put the blame on anybody else other than the stars of your team. Le'Veon Bell, same fucking situation. The coach, Tomlin, regardless of how great we think Tomlin is, Tomlin has one of those jobs which, um, without sounding like a complete asshole about this, like, he, he's the black guy who can't be fired because they met a quota. They're like, hey, we, we, we got a black coach. As long as he's here, they can't say shit to us. Tomlin is that guy. And, and, and nobody. The Steelers, and the Steelers, we yeah. fire coaches. Yeah, but it's not even about them not firing coaches. I said what I said. He's the black coach in the NFL that you know for a fact that they won't fire. I'm, and, okay, how can I not sound stupid when I say this? He is like. He is to the NFL what homeboy is in Philly, um, uh, Doc Rivers. Like, yeah, he, he did something great, but how long ago was he great? He's just been mediocre ever since. But you know what? Can I, you can't can I bring him. it even? Can I bring it even further? Oh, go, go for it. Can I, can go for it. Can I bring it even further? We talked about, we talked about Doc Rivers and we get to him later, this, later mm-hmm. in the show. Mm-hmm. But there's another legend that was unfireable no matter how bad a certain Washington franchise was. And I'm not going to... We know who his name is. We know that Mm -hmm. his son is the current head coach. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm not going to disrespect his name because rest in peace, bless himself. I just said it. Um, Mm -hmm. The Wizards slash Bullets would never let 
Wes until senior gone because yeah. he was the, the legend. Quote, and I'm yeah. I mean, he is definitely a legend, but in terms of that franchise, he was the legend. They have a stack yeah. of them inside of Capital One. His son is the legend. All I'm going to say to land my plane with this is Pittsburgh already has enough issues. The last thing they need to do is attempt to be nice to a player who honestly could give a fuck less about anybody outside of himself. Antonio Brown is more than a head case. He is a guy that literally should be studied while he's alive. Like, and I mean that. Like, there, <laughs> there, are a lot, there are a lot of people, and I'm not talking about like the CTE and shit like that. I really think they should sit down and evaluate players like him because when they talk of like the Deion Sanders of the world, the fucking um, like other players of that caliber and shit like that, like, yo, those people were head cases, but then you have Antonio Brown and the shit that they do, the shit that he's done and continues to do. And it's like, like you are the reason why black athletes don't get the respect that they deserve. Because whenever they respect you for your accolades and your stats and things like that, you fuck it up by opening your mouth about some shit that honestly has no fucking sense or any recognition of just like, just what does it mean? Like nothing he does matters anymore. Like when he's on the field, great player. And you know that uh that whole trope with LeBron where they were like shut up and dribble. Sometimes it actually just needs to happen. Sometimes we don't need thoughts and opinions and prayers and commentary and shit like that. Just please be the best at what the fuck you are because anything else don't even matter. Because the moment you open your mouth, you literally like open it up to the floodgates of people hating you. Every time Antonio Brown does something good on the field, I commend him. I'm like, yo, like you almost won me a fucking million dollars. I speak about that till I'm gone. So there's that. When it comes to him being on the field, I'm like, yo, he was the reason the Bucks got that far. I chalked it all season. I was like, yo, the fucking Buccaneers will only go as far as Antonio Brown allows them. You know what happened after Antonio Brown pulled the shit he did? What happened? They lost to the Rams they- in the second round. It's it, it's right there for you. So my issue with Antonio Brown isn't him as a man. It isn't him as a father, as a husband, or nothing like that. My issue with Antonio Brown is the same issue I have with people like Kyrie Irving, uh, Ben Simmons, Chris Pauls, and shit like that. It's like, bro, like all I ask you to do is to back up the shit that you keep telling people. It's the only reason you do the things you do. When you say, "Hey, I want you to respect me on the court," Sorry, I want you, you to say that again. No, I can't. <laughs> Basically, like even serious like Greg, I'm, I'm preaching, but I'm, I'm trying not to. But when it comes to them, especially Antonio Brown, it's like, bro, like, just please. Like you had four years. He's gotten more chances than he should have. I feel like Josh Gordon deserves more than fucking Antonio Brown at this stage in his career. Josh Gordon, he might have had a lot of the shit with weed and stuff like that, but he produced. He still produced. He's still considered to be a good player. Antonio Brown, good player, but I'm telling you, if you get that man a microphone, he, he does some shit. And it's like, bro. So as somebody who I'm not the biggest fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm going to say this is going to be my last time saying it. If Pittsburgh wants to ever bring Antonio Brown back, even for a one day for him to retire, it'll be the best, worst news story ever. It's the equivalent of like you having a girlfriend and she fucked right in front of you and you accepted it and said, you know what? I'm taking you back. Don't do it. Do not do it. If you are smart, Pittsburgh, please just no. Let him go back to Oakland. Let, Tell him fix that shit there first. 
Then hey, go back to Tampa. Fix that. Can, then go to go, go to New England. Can, fix that too. Can I add something to this, please? Mm-hmm. Real quick, and I and now it's real short, real sweet. The the tweet said, "I want to retire as a Steeler." Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it was a publicity stunt. Jesus, you want to know why? What are you doing? Well, I told you. Well, I told you what the I told you what the, the, his follow up tweet was just to not to play, just to retire. Oh yeah, but it has nothing to do with that. Um, I dig. I uh, did a little digging. Guess who's performing a rap show in Pittsburgh Friday? Kanye. No, Antonio Brown. Good for you. Next story. Next story. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. It's a publicity stunt. He doesn't want to get bottles thrown at him on a stage. Wow. He wants okay. people to show up. <laughs> uh, well. On that note, speaking of washed up stars who are head cases, uh, we have some news coming out of the brain of Drew Brees. So he's left NBC, or well, he won't be going uh, Sunday night in America because he wants to um, he wants to commentate on games. And we saw how that worked out in the wild card round. So he was an abject disaster calling uh, calling that game. Um, but there was some, he, he put out a tweet, Jubilee, he put out a tweet that said, and I'm going to the tweet right now, that, <clears throat> excuse me, so he's right now undecided on the future, he doesn't know, uh, he doesn't know what his future is with ABC, you know, that. Uh, the lead analyst for Sunday Night Football is Chris Collinsworth. Chris Collinsworth ain't going nowhere until someone fries him out of fries him out of that chair and not um, at when he's alive. But he said, uh, Drew Brees tweeted this: "Despite quote, despite speculation from media about my future this fall, I'm currently undecided. I may work for NBC. I may play, I may play football again. I may focus on business and philanthropy." I may train for the pickleball tour, sing a golf tour, coach my kids, or all of the above. I'll let you know. Drew. Drew Brees, you consider, shut the fuck consider, up. Thank you. Thank you. Without me. Yeah. If you're considering returning to football, just I want you to go back, pull up tape of your 2020 season, and then reconsider. Look, just let fucking Tom Brady be fucking Tom Brady. You jealous, and I get it, but here's the thing. there's no, You already are like, what, number two to him and shit and everything any fucking way? Just let things be what they are. You, you're literally pulling out a scab that honestly it already healed. Now you're just digging at shit. Like, you're just gonna have a permanent scar at this point. Stop. Bro, just stop. Nobody. Here's the thing. There's not even room in the NFL for Drew Brees anymore. There's not even room for Taysom Hill. So there's definitely no room for fucking Drew Brees. Please, <laughs> for the love of everything holy, stop trying to make retiring and unretiring a thing. And the only reason I say that is because half of y'all, when y'all retire, you were garbage then. Y'all are coming back to be less than garbage. Like if I see fucking Philip Rivers next, make a tweet saying, you know what? I miss it. You know what I'm going to say? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. At that point, I want the NFL to have a lockout. 
I want them to say, you know what? If you are over <laughs> the age of fucking 37, you cannot come back. And I know that somebody's going to hate me for saying that. There has to be an age cap for a lot of this stuff because a lot of them, they already rich and they're just trying to make more money. You have the TV deal. You're, you, it's not even a sport anymore. You're going to go to a losing team that honestly could have used the capital for trades and drafts and stuff like that, and you're ruining things. But I got to say this. I got to say this. The Saints are the Saints have vastly improved themselves over, over the squad they had last year. They signed, they signed Jarvis Landry. They got, mm-hmm. the, honey, they got the Honey Badger coming back to, coming back to Louisiana and uh, to mm-hmm. Ron Matthew. They have substantially improved. They have substantially improved. And I really think, and this is, this is my first high take of the, of the upcoming NFL season, the Saints are going to beat the Brady years. They're going to win the division. But Q, have you but, ever bought, like, but, Q, ha- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, I was just going to ask you, have you ever, like, bought four new tires and then purposely ran over glass? That's what the fuck is going to happen if Drew Brees comes back. <laughs> no. Like, no, I have <laughs> first, of all, first of all, that's a great, great, that's a great, great take. And second, no, I, I haven't even bought four tires at the same time since the time I started only my own car. It's always been one tire because I blew it out or two tires at a time because I don't feel like paying for four because the shit's too expensive. But I've never, <laughs> I've never bought four tires at one time and then intentionally winning. Okay, mm-hmm. you know what? Let me end that last take. <laughs> but now, Drew, my, my last statement, I'm going to just say this real quick. Just, Drew, like, we, we have the memories. The same thing with Ben. We got the memories. I, I like how Ben left things off where it was just like, you know what? It is what it is. It was what it was. I am who I am. And we gonna, we ain't rehashing this. Y'all know who I am. I'm going to the Hall of Fame. I'd rather have my legacy like that. Brady's a little bit different because it's like people still want him to come back. People still wanted Ben to come back, to be completely honest with you, especially after the situation, rest in peace, to Dwayne Haskins. It's just mm-hmm. some, some things just we know for a fact. It's like when it's over, it's over. And the team, the franchise, respects the player for just honestly admitting that it's over. Drew Brees not only left the team, he left the team, left him to have a losing year, left a lot of things up in fluctuation. They got better, and now he's like, you know what? They're, so you stay in there's still a chance. There's not. There is no chance for you. Mm-mm. Unless he's coming to the Washington Commanders. Where, God forbid, that happens. Because, I mean, who who hasn't the Washington Commanders had in the last 18 months? That, you know, I remember the Alex Smith project, but that's a story for another day, too. Basically, Drew Brees, thank you for all of your accomplishments, everything that you've done. But it's time for TV. Stay retired. It, it is time for TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. Huh? <clears throat> all right. Moving right along. Uh, we had a cornerback sign. We set the cornerback market again. Uh, Jair Alexander of Green Bay Packers signed a, well, it's getting ready to sign a four year extension with $30 million guaranteed. Uh, but Green Bay still can't go and get receivers for a certain over the hill quarterback. <laughs> if anyone has any thoughts on that, Go ahead and share them. If not, we're going to keep this train moving. And I'm going to talk about something that might just possibly happen. That is Rob Gronkowski deciding, you know what? Yeah, I had two good years. I had, I had one 
one and a half good years in Tampa Bay with her boy Brady. And I'm going to retire. Mm-hmm. Can I say something? Uh, so to, go ahead. Um, just really quick. I would love to see Rob Gronkowski and Logan Paul fight. That's it. I know it sounds so fucked up, Q, but just think about it. Like, you know how they have those celebrity fights on, like, Fight and Triller and shit like that? Like, Logan Paul and Jake Paul, they always want to fight people, and Rob Gronkowski needs something to do. <laughs> I, personally see, I personally see, like, Rob Gronkowski being that guy who honestly can fight. Like, when I say honestly, I can literally see him going against, like, Logan or Jake and whipping their ass. And the only reason I say that is because he, he looks like Kane without the mask when he has that fucking armband and shit on and the knee pads and shit. I just want to see him, like, do something. Not UFC because he, he's had, like, what, three to uh, four torn ACLs. I would just love to see him box. Even if it's not Logan Paul or something like that, I would love to see that shit. So, well, it know. should be Logan Paul. He, 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 he wants to make payday. Yeah. So Logan, and J- Logan and Jake can get, get, yeah. get him with a, a, at least a $10 to $20 million payday. Yeah. Well, a, a lot of those football players, though, Q, like, if you look at them, you're like, yo, they are made to box. And I'm not the biggest boxing fan. I'm more UFC. But there, I was watching, uh, what was it, when you and I, we were at the wedding, I looked at my phone, the Frank Gore thing. I was like, yo, I didn't even know fucking Frank Gore is boxing. What, what is going on? Yeah, I didn't know that either. I, no, didn't he, know that. I did not know that either. He is whipping people's ass. I think he had like three fights. He just knocked a dude out. He literally, he hit him twice. And the dude just fell, like Manny Pacquiao, how he fell. And they did the Simba meme and shit like that. Just out. <laughs> like out. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to send it in the group chat. But yeah, I'll, I'll do that while you do the next segment. All right. So moving right along into... Uh, we've, we've had headless, headless former stars to um, a former quarterback that doesn't have an arm anymore uh, to a quarterback who's set in the quarterback market to this more greed. The 2023 NFL schedule will have a Black Friday game. Oh God. So, according to Peter King from NBC Sports, the 2023 NFL schedule will have a game the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> Who also he also noted that Amazon Prime is jonesing for money. Prime Video, which is now the exclusive home of Thursday Night Football, following the last round of the NFL media rights deal, was reportedly looking for a Black Friday game in 2022. However, that did not happen because of numerous scheduling conflicts and logistical concerns, including the FIFA World Cup matchup between the United States and England that afternoon. You know, everyone's going to be watching that game because uh, it's mm-hmm. England and the United States. <clears throat> so he goes into more detail saying about uh, the, uh, the issues of having a Black Friday game this year in more detail. He says, quote, the NFL can't, cannot have a game go past 6 p.m. that day because of broadcast rules in place since the 60s. To respect college and high school football, the NFL cannot play on Fridays after 6 p.m. from Labor Day through the second Saturday in December. If USA, if USA England World Cup game stayed slated for 5 to 2 p.m. that day, the NFL would have, to have either had to play at 11 a.m., 
if they wanted to avoid a conflict with the game or start a game during the second half of the World Cup match. Jesus Christ. However, no. the World Cup hurdle is clear in the fall of 2023, paving the way for Prime Video to have a Black Friday's game. No. 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 You already got Thanksgiving. No. The NFL is You already have It's not even about... For me, it's not even greed. The game is going to be ass anyway. It's going to be teams that nobody wants to see because all the fucking good games always happen 4 o'clock the week of Thanksgiving. Like, when I say, like, I'm talking Sunday. All the good games, all the rivalry games historically fucking happen at 4 o'clock on that Sunday. And you know why? Half the people are either on the plane going home or they're already home. They had to deal with a whole bunch of ugly family members they didn't fuck with or a whole bunch of eating and leftovers and shit. <laughs> it's Sunday. It is or they fucking got Sunday. Or they got yes. drunk or they got they got drunk doing Thanksgiving dinner and they and they need Friday to sleep it off and watch college football. But cute, we're black. But I'm talking just to the collective of the world. Like and it's not just us. When I say this, I mean this from the bottom of Thanksgiving works like this, at least in my family. And you can feel free, Lou, like Pam, like Hugh, please let me know how y'all family work. Here's how my family works. When it comes to Thanksgiving, most of the fucking food ain't even cooked at noon. So when that fucking one o'clock game comes on at noon, you know, not even, uh, I'm sorry, the 10 o'clock game. When that shit comes on, people are like, whatever, like this fucking game is on. It's usually Detroit. Don't nobody give a fuck. Whatever. Like, it's here. It's something to watch, but nobody's watching it because everybody's either going out trying to figure out where they can get food because they can't eat the food that's not ready yet, or they're trying to go and figure <laughs> out things. Like, me, I'm usually around 10 o'clock. I'm like, okay, it's Thanksgiving Day. You know, most stuff closes around noon. Let me go and go to the grocery store. Let me go and try to get me a Chick-fil-A sandwich or something before it finally closes, right? Oh, you know, I before noon. It's actually closed on, on Chick-fil-A. Yeah, but you, you know what I mean. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm throwing it in there. <laughs> I'm just throwing a name out there. But then, you know, you have that game. Then you have the second game, which is usually like the, the Dallas game. That everybody's like, well, look, they're going to lose again. Congratulations. Like, great. You, you had that second game. That usually happens around what? Like, that ends around like three or four o'clock. Seven. And then the – well, no, no. I'm talking – there's three games. I'm talking about the second game. The third game is usually the, the actual yeah, the, game the, that people want to watch, but it's always the bad yeah. game. It's, all, it's yeah. always the game that's like, oh – it was like the worst game that should have went like higher scoring, but that's always the, the three o'clock game. <laughs> the Sunday night game, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, with, with the, the eight o'clock Sunday night, seven, exactly. Eight o'clock Sunday night game. Oh, yeah, right, right, yeah. But, but Detroit's always first. Yep. But think about well, it. last year first. They they play at twelve thirty, and then Dallas plays at four o'clock. Mm hmm. But and think then, about it. Even after that, yeah. after all of those, all three of those games, though. Then you got to turn back around, eat leftovers with a whole bunch of family members you don't really want to be around, and then they want to watch football again for Black Friday. I don't, I don't do Black Friday shopping because my thing is if I don't have it, I don't need it, and Black Friday is the worst day to get it. So there's that. Secondly, when it comes to Black Friday, like I hate the fact that they're going to probably market it as the Black Friday game. Like, Is there a deal or something? Like, Are we getting like 80% off jerseys and shit? Like well, we're going to end up getting that. <laughs> well, you know, so the financial figures for this thing, uh, Amazon is, mm -hmm. is, is currently getting seventy to seventy to one hundred million dollars to get that game. So it's very quite possible because this is going to be a, on on Prime Video. 
is going to be on Prime Video Crazy. that there's probably going to be some massive, massive sales and discounts being offered in addition to everything else that happens on Black Friday. Do you know that it, it, it's not even about the game? It is disgusting. At that point. The NFL wants the NFL wants this wants Amazon to work like as a as a broadcast partner because Amazon is paying a billion dollars a year for the Thursday night package. So you know they want this. That's game. disgusting. They want a game that nobody's going to watch. Nobody's going to be gonna get be, anything delivered to. It's just right. It's, it's going to be like Houston and Jacksonville. Yes. Yes. <laughs> or even worse. Oh no! I'm t- it's going to be even worse. It's going to be a fucking. It's going to be a team that's so obscure that it doesn't even fucking matter. And then it's going to be a good team. It's going to be like Kansas City versus the Colts. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? What? Who the fuck wants to see this? Like, right. Because it, and you know what's going to be so fucked up is because like. I know we're thinking from like a com- like a consumer of somebody who just wants to watch it. Imagine being a fucking athlete and finding out the day after Thanksgiving, like you have to go on a field. It's different the day of Thanksgiving because it's like, you know what? We got the eight o'clock game. You know what? I'm already in town with my family. I have my family here. We just eat Thanksgiving dinner early. Right. But then the next day, like after Thanksgiving, you usually have the rest of the weekend to just spend time with your family and shit. But now you're like you're giving me a third. You're giving me Thursday games. You're giving me Friday games. You're giving me Sunday games. And then the players who play on Friday more than likely have the Thursday night football game the night the week after, or they end up having a bye week because that's the only the way that that can work. Because if they, I'm trying to think. Say for example, it's the Colts in Kansas City, right? Say if that's that Friday game. Clearly, they wouldn't play on Sunday, right? They wouldn't play Monday. Right. They wouldn't play Thursday. So they would get that week off, which means that if it's not that week off, it has to be a bye week. But you're already so late into the season. Who the fuck wants to play on Friday? Didn't they try Friday night football like six years ago and it failed? I could have sworn they did. I, well, I, I know, know they, they did. did. I, know they did that two I know they did it two years ago because of COVID, where we had that wonderful yeah. Wednesday night game. Oh, Wednesday oh yeah, night. yeah. Wednesday night, yeah, that game where uh, a certain team in Washington beat the previously undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers in that game. The I game remember that, the game that Washington had no quarterbacks itself. Um, one a one legged Alex Smith. We're not going to go there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but usually, like you know, like the rule says, um, to protect uh, Friday night football, you know, high school, high yeah. school and college football, there can't be any NFL games Friday and Saturday because yeah. like the college football season is done. That's why, like, the last two to three weeks of the season, you see those Saturday games pop up. Um, I don't think Friday's going to work. I, I don't care if it's Amazon. It could be Microsoft. I don't care. It's not going to It's not going yeah. to work. Don't ruin soccer. Just don't ruin soccer. Like, what, what is so bad? Like, as somebody who I'm starting to, like, enrich myself in more soccer and stuff like that, because I'm really, like, entertained with every soccer game that I've seen outside of MLS because that's a shit show. But when it comes to like World Cup and stuff like that, we watch that historically, at least in our family. So knowing that usually the day after Thanksgiving is just all soccer games, it's like events that you wouldn't normally give a fuck about, but they matter. It's almost like that game, I'm sorry, these Black Friday games that they're talking about or this one game that they're talking about, it's like them trying to have a football game on the 4th of July. When everybody knows that's the fucking the Coney Island hot dog thing. Like, why the fuck are you putting a football game here? It doesn't fit. Certain shit just doesn't match up. 
football should be fucking Monday, Thursday, and possibly like Sundays the way that they normally have it. If they did a Saturday game, I wouldn't mind. And the reason why is because I wouldn't have to watch UFC every fucking Saturday. I could deal with a fucking football game on a Saturday night. But a Friday? No. Nothing about that shit makes sense. And yeah, just because yeah, Amazon, Friday, no. Friday, well, it's, it's greed. That's the best. It's, it's, that, it mm-hmm. it's greed. It's greed. And then it also... Is, you got a big Friday. That's happy all the time. Everybody trying to watch a fucking game, trying to get drunk and forget about the week. Q, when we, when you and I, when this is before, you know, we would go to, you know, where we go for Thanksgiving, right? When we used to stay like in town, like when I would stay in town and it's like, all right, cool. What are we doing on Thursday? It's Thanksgiving. Everybody's with their family. After on Thursday, people were like, all right, cool. I'm done with family. Fuck my family. I want to go to the bar. You go out on Thursday after the bar, go to the clubs and shit like that. And then Friday, you know right. what you had? The pe- your cousins, your friends, all your peers are all in town for the weekend spending time with their family. But guess what? They can be away from their family now. They can go out and be in the city. They can hang out. Now you're trying yeah. to tell me I have to compete because motherfuckers want to stay in the house at 8 o'clock when I just want to go out drinking with my friends and shit? Because now they're the fucking the Lions and the Colts or the fucking the Washington Commanders <laughs> and... Who, who, whoever the fuck decide they want to have a, a Friday night football game. No, if you want to go watch Friday night football, there's enough high schools in your local district that are going to have Friday night lights and those games are going to be 15 times better. Go enrich the culture of your neighborhood and those high schools. Stop going and letting the NFL try to monetize because Jeff Bezos can't get his dick out of his nose. Like, stop this shit, please. Like that. <laughs> what the fuck is Friday football? Come on, man. Friday, yeah. Stupid. A Black Friday NFL game. This is one. I I actually honestly see the NFL going ahead with this because the NFL is fucking greedy. They want to dominate every day of the week. And and the NFL knows, Roger Goodell knows, if you had football every single day of the week, and you had to like, like if it was like a, a pay per view or something, you had to get it to watch it. He knows people would do that shit. He no, knows man. people would pay for that. And yeah, just like they, right they, now, they, just like right now, right? You know, Direct TV is about to lose Sunday ticket. It's about to go Good. where to Apple. Good little boy. Apple bidding on, on uh, Apple is bidding on Sunday ticket. I, le- so, I can live with that because you know what? Apple bundles all this shit together. Like, you know what? For $9 a month, you're going to get all this shit. Fuck it. You're going you're gonna to get Apple TV. You're going to get Apple Pencil. You're going to get a fucking Apple Eraser and all that shit. All that shit for fucking $15 a month. iCloud and all that. Yeah. Give me that. I already got an uh, iPad and an iPhone anyway. You're trying to tell me I can get a Sunday ticket with that? Yes. Yes. Can you, can you imagine like people just saying, you know what? I don't have to have cable. I can just literally deal with this. Same way with Amazon. No disrespect to them. My issue with Amazon is the fact that Amazon wants to do too much. Apple's like, you know what? Take Sunday ticket, but we're not going to change anything. We're going to give you what the fuck you're used to. I can live with that. I just don't want extra shit that I have to try to figure out my schedule in order to accommodate that business. The biggest fucking day for Amazon is two days. Prime Day and fucking Black Friday. Black Friday. Please explain. Please explain why the fuck you need a football game on the busiest day of your year. 
literally the busiest day of your year. So you got people who honestly can't even go and watch the games that work for Amazon because they're going to be making fucking deliveries the day that you have the games. How does the math make sense? It doesn't. Everybody knows Amazon usually closes on like there are no deliveries on Thanksgiving on like that Thursday. Right. So you're trying to tell me now they're going to have prime deliveries and they're going to have prime football on Friday. In theory, it sounds nice, but no. And I'm telling you, if I have to watch the fucking Washington Commanders, if I have to watch Lamar Jackson run for fucking 415 yards while throwing for 19, I'm going to be sick. If I have to fucking deal with the Detroit Lions losing by 48, I'm going to be sick. If I have to see the Miami Dolphins and Tariq Hill running up and down the fucking field and the score is fucking 7 to 27, I'm like, what the fuck? What is this? What, what the fuck is this? Nobody wants to see that. The NFL needs to understand how people watch their football. I'm not watching my football like I play Madden. When I watch fucking football, I want it to be a good, entertaining game for most of the schedule. Like the one o'clock games, the reason why there's fucking 12 of those is because it's like, guess what? Like half of them don't even fucking matter. Like you ain't got to watch them. But if there's going to be one game on a Friday, you better make it a good one. And when I say that, I mean it because Dallas ass, Washington ass, Detroit ass, like those Thursday games, don't nobody give a fuck about. So Friday's game, it has to be some like some prime time, like Russell Wilson, running like Pac-Man for four fucking quarters in Denver. It better be, because if not, that shit is only going to last a year. And I mean it. Speaking of Russell Wilson, you, you saw the first Monday night game of the year, right? It is. And we, we actually going yeah. to go into uh, a perfect segue to our last um, topic in the NFL. <clears throat> Schedules were released last Thursday. What is your... I, I, I ain't gonna say your team. I'm just gonna say what is the most intriguing matchup? Just looking at the rosters that we have on paper right now, you know, still not we're not in preseason or anything like that yet. But what are the most intriguing matchups that you have circled on your calendar to watch? Mm. Mm. I'm gonna let Lou go first. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I got two. The first one is that Monday night game, uh, Denver and Seattle. In Seattle. I mean, that, yeah, that's, that's going to be a good one. It's probably going to be a blowout. I mean, Denver's probably just going to run and throw all over them. I, I, yeah, I do see Russell Wilson throw for like 350 and five touchdowns just, just to rub it into Pete Carroll's face, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if this is on the schedule, but I think it is. But is it or is it the Kansas City Buffalo a rematch? Yes. Yep. Okay. So yeah, that that's the other one that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah. So this time it's going to be. This time it's going to be in Buffalo. Yeah. Good. I only have one game on my schedule. Nothing else matters. Christmas fucking day. Sunday night football. I want to say a Sunday night football. What Christmas is? Is it a Sunday this year? I want to say it's a Sunday this year. Christmas is on Sunday this year. Yes. yes. So yes. Sunday night football, ladies and gentlemen, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Arizona Cardinals, eight twenty December twenty fifth. That fucking game. And mind you, 
I mean, that Let's game. Let's go Arizona. Like yes, it's going to have playoff implications. That game matters because there's only two more games after that. And it's the Cardinals and the Falcons and the Cardinals and the 49ers. But that game against Brady, like, I'm trying to figure out if I can find a way for my wife and I to go to that game. That the, the story is just writes itself. Like, that's all I want for Christmas this year. I, I don't want anything other than a babysitter and to go to that game. It's in Arizona. <laughs> it's fucking Christmas. No, I, I mean this. I mean this. Like, if I if I could have everything my way, the only gift that I want for Christmas is to go to that game. It would possibly be the last time I could ever see Brady play. It's also a home game for Arizona, and it's on Christmas Day at 8 o'clock prime time that that right there it checks all my boxes it literally checks all my boxes and if arizona could win either way i win because my wife she can say you know what guess what brady won and you know she's you know brady you know new england and stuff like that me arizona so it's a win-win either way for me but brady's last game against my home team on christmas day man let me, let me see how much the tickets cost. I might be going to Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might be fucking going to All Arizona. Right. So, <laughs> so my game, so my game, uh, and I, I'm just looking at the commander schedule. Sunday, October 30th. The Fright Fest before Fright Fest. Washington versus Indianapolis in, no, in Indianapolis. I want to see what Carson Wentz is going to do. I really want to see what Carson Wentz is going to do. Is he going to show, like, hey, I wasn't like a gamer for me? Or is he going to prove the quotes correct? Like, yeah, we had to get rid of your ass. That's the game I want to see. They, they, the Eagles back, uh, they played Philadelphia. Well, yeah, they played Philadelphia twice a year. So, uh, so yes, the first Philly game is here in Washington on September 25th, um, 1 p.m. And then they play them again in week 10 at Philly. Nine fifteen. That's the Monday night game. That's going to be on ABC. Mm. 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 These games are getting good this year, from what I'm seeing. So yeah, uh, the other yep. notable, <clears throat> the other notable games. Uh, Christmas Eve, Washington plays San Francisco. Uh, and then October twenty third. The Packers come to that ragtag field from FedEx. And I'll buy week 14 because, yeah, it's week 14. <clears throat> so, all right, that was fun with the NFL. Now let's get to the, oh, let's get to these voicemails. We have a lot of the NFL segments. So let's go ahead and play these now. Here we go. All CP3 got to do. Stop, stop going to bum-ass teams. So, I'm going to stop that right yeah. now and save, save that for our, <clears throat> for our talk. Um, let me play the next one. Hopefully it's an NFL uh, message. Oh, we took a box. Okay, good. Um, <clears throat> so, as I stated earlier, we had, there were seven between the NFL playoff and the NFL. Shit. The NBA playoffs and the Stanley Cup playoffs in the NHL. We had seven game sevens. Seven. Mm. 
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. It was, I mean, the NBA. There was some really great um, NHL game sevens, especially that Calgary game that uh, Calgary won in overtime. I don't know too much about hockey, so we're not going to talk about this. Uh, the Caps. I'm sorry. Again. I'm sorry, Pam, but I hope the Rangers the lose. <laughs> oh, no. They oh, beat my no. team. Well, as a, as, a no. fan, as a Caps fan, I hope they lose too. I'm glad Pittsburgh got. Not, it's not, okay. Not I hope you trip on your toenail. It might happen. I told uh, you as I opened the show, uh, open bars are uh, the devil. But anyway. <clears throat> I have a question, though. Why do you want yeah. my Rangers to lose so badly? What is it because. about a winning team that you hate so much? I mean, I get it. It's Pittsburgh and y'all sucked. Okay, it's not my fault you're going to go home and sit on the couch because the Rangers played better in game seven in overtime. Y'all were literally up. It was three to one. We came back four games straight. I don't want to hear nothing. Y'all trash. That's that. And a discussion. Right. That's okay. All right. Can, can I say my piece now, too? Go ahead. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, your defenseman, Jacob Truba. Hit our player with an elbow right in the face. No penalty or nothing. Uh, knocked him out with a concussion for game six. Um, we had a basically third string goalie play from game one through game six. Um, and in game seven, uh, your another defenseman ripped one of our guys' helmets off. And when you rip the helmet off, it should be a penalty because he did it intentionally. They didn't call a penalty, which led to them getting the uh, tying goal, and then they won it overtime. So there you go. All good, though. I hear that. Let's go, Lou. So essentially what you're saying is you got excuses out the wazoo. If he's third string, whatever string, why is he even on your team? Sounds like something because you should first- coach for and not be blaming us for no it's not our, our fault our also no, i've I, also I seen that. guys in overtime doing dirty hits again no calls none whatsoever one of your goals was even a high stick and they let y'all rock so i'm not even trying to hear none of the excuse at the end of the day you cheated but if you want to call us cheated we cheated, oh, we better, cheated. so get it together we we cheated get it together that's all i'm saying at the end of the day where they are with you <laughs> Sitting at home watching us in the playoffs, baby. So it don't matter what That's you got to say. We That's still there. Good. Where y'all at? Oh, next huh? season? Yeah. Next season, yes oh. season, right? We'll, we'll, we'll be waiting. That's, That's all I'm okay. saying. 
It's all good. I know. The better team won. That's all. All, all I'm going to okay. say is when, Congratulations. when the fucking, Congratulations. When, the Pit, when the Pittsburgh Steelers are fucking, they are up like 7-0, you know, on teams this year, and we cannot get Lou to be quiet for the episode, and every week he's like, yeah, <laughs> just letting y'all know, fucking Steelers. I'm telling you, Pittsburgh is going, you remember like when, like, I can't remember another team that did it, like, was it Miami? No, what was it? Q, what was the team, it was like three or four years ago. Like, their entire state, like, they won, like, everything. It wasn't Boston. I know that was, like, 2016. But, like, like pretty much every sports Florida. team in that state. It was Florida, LA. right? It was, uh, no, no, L.A. was one, but I know for a fact it was Tampa. Because didn't, like, they won That's hockey. They won, Tampa. Uh, yeah, Tampa Bay, I, probably. All I'm going to say is Lou is about to have a year coming up this Bay, year. right. It's, it's Tampa Bay. If you're going to say the name, say it correctly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm it was sorry. Tampa Bay. It was, it was it's Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay for a motherfucking reason. And believe it or not, the funny right. part is they won the year that I moved here. So oh, I'm see? not going to say I'm well, going to love I'm just saying. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> it's okay. The commanders will never make it. And it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Commanders, commandeer, the culture, culture, whatever you want to call them, cookie cutters, whatever y'all name is, y'all not going. Oh no! What what are are they gonna do when Brady when Brady actually retires for good? What are they gonna do? Don't know. Don't give fuck. I am not a fan of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so don't know. Don't give fuck. Why you call Jim wins this year? Oh yeah, the New Jersey Jets. There's there's someone. There's someone suing to to force uh, the Giants and the Jets to change the name to New Jersey because they're not actually in New York. Well, I, I'm going to continue it's, to say this okay. because I was close. The fucking Jets are going to be a beast this year, and I'm I'm say that shit again, this, Greg. True. I really say that shit again, Greg. This. Pam, you know um, what I mean. You you, be, you know this is supposed to be an NBA segment. Oh, <laughs> you mean a truth telling segment? How the commandeers are trash? Yeah, we could do that. I'm with that. Not the common, oh, not the commandeers. Not I, the commandeers. I like the cookie cutters better. Damn it! I like the cookie cutters better. Oh, oh, of God. course, you like cookie cutters better. It fits you. You know what? Um, do, wait, do wait. Hold on, hold on. Before you move on, Q, do do the do the Washington Commanders play the Jets this year? Please, God, say they do. Please, please say they do. do they? They have to. If we do, we're gonna spank that ass. No, I mean, no, come on we now. Have, we do not have the AFC East this year. Yeah, because they better. They already knew what was up. Come on now. I, I, I need a, I need a bet between Pam and Q. I, I need like a bet. I, I need a bet. What that his commandeers are gonna be trash? We need to bet that. Wait, wait, no, they play Tampa this year though. They play Tampa this year. No, I we thought. do not have the we do not have the AFC, we do not have the NFC South. We have the, the AFC North. No, we have the AFC yeah, we have the AFC South, the NFC the NFC West, um the, A, the NFC North, and AQ, the how about, AFC South. How about this bet? If, if Pam wants to go on this bet with me, only if she wants to do this bet. Here's here's the bet I have for you. November 20th, <clears throat> y'all play the team that you were about to wear their jersey. Uh-oh. I'm putting $50 on that game, Q. I got the Texans winning that one. 
I, I got $50 on that. Houston is not winning. I got I got $50 that the Houston, they're playing in Houston. The Houston team. I bet I'll let you. I know, bitch. I bet I'll let you. Oh, 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 Q. So that, that's $100 right there. Q that's $100 right there. That's a hundred dollars, Q. And here's the thing: you don't got you ain't got a match. Hey, here's the thing: oh, Q, you, you know what? You ain't got a match. Just talking all that, just because you're talking all that damn smack. Yes. Ooh, yes. We got a bet. We got a bet. The first bet of the heard, season. The the first bet of the season, November twentieth. Write it down: the Commanders versus the Texans. So, parent, no, I, the cookie uh, cutters or the coochie cutters, whatever oh, you want to call not them. The coochie cutters. Now, Lou, do you do you want in on this bet as well, or are you? No, no. You no, said no? no. No. You said no. Okay. All right. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, that, I'll, that's... I'll sit this one out. I'll sit this one out. Okay. Well, because my bet against you, unfortunately, was the Commanders were actually going to beat the Browns, but I, I know you don't care about the Browns anywhere, so that's fine. <laughs> but either way, I have the Texans beating the Commanders, and it will be like thirty-five to like twenty-one. So uh, again, Q, and we're. We can't go to that game because it's in Houston. But I will let you guys know, Q and I, my according to my family, we have three games that we know for a fact we're going to, at least Q and I. So we're going to Falcons. So that's – I want to say that's Thanksgiving. November 27th. Yes. November 27th. So I know for a fact we're going to that game. Uh, December 24th, if I'm not going to the Arizona game, no, that game hopefully I can't. Well, no. I know, I know it's in uh, the what's the name, but we still go to that bar because yeah, you know how this works. Oh, I don't miss. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. so there's that game. And that's at, um, it's on Saturday. On mm-hmm. Saturday. Yeah, one of the preseason games is supposed to happen. I know I wanted to go to see the Jacksonville game, so that's one of the games I know for a fact I do want to see. Um, the only that's game I said that I'm, yeah, the only game that I do want to go to, but everybody in the family keeps saying that they want to go to also, so it's going to be hard for us to go to is. The Packers versus the Commanders. That's the one game I did see I wanted to see at home this year. So, yeah. if I, if you know, I can't... We know, Eddie, you can never get tickets for, the, for, for, that, for that team of fucking star. Yeah. Oh, no, we're not going to that game. That is January 8th. I refuse to go to fucking FedEx in January. It's not happening. It, it is not happening. I don't know, like, I know how Pittsburgh is cold in January, but that little bowl that they call FedEx in January is garbage. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. Nope, it's the worst. Nope, it's the worst. I mean, we know it's the no, worst stadium you. in the league, but it really is the worst. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, see, any other game? Oh, no, they play shit. Don't see you. They play the Chiefs in Kansas City in the preseason. The only other game that I really would want to go to, possibly the Vikings game, November six. That would be a really good one too. Well, is, this, is that the Man, first game that... That's Kirk Cousins' return. Yeah, because he hasn't it's been back nice. since, right? Because it's been five... No, uh, wow. No, they play in Minnesota, but they didn't play here. So No, they played in Minnesota. They played in Minnesota on a Thursday night game two, years, uh, two or three years ago. But this is his first game back in FedEx. Since. You like, like that. to see that game now. You like that? I, I would really like to see that game. That would so be that a good game. Week, that's, that's week nine, November uh, Sunday, November 6th. Well, let's talk about that one. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it off here, though, because I know you're trying to get into in a, uh, to the NBA. So I'm, I'm going to be quiet. All right. 
So we're right along to the NBA, and we have a couple. Nope, not. We'll play the first and second one because this is a, a, a it's related to what we were just talking about. Uh, <laughs> did I just hear? Uh, did I just hear Greg say the Jets are going to be a beast this year? What the fuck are you? Do you know there's a man in upstate New York named Josh Allen? Uh, Mr. Captain America? Mr. We'll you fuck. better recognize him? Don't recognize shit. Not my uh, you better... Mr. Captain America himself has something to say about that. Okay. We're the two-time AFC East champs. Okay. Let's not that forget like, your only is, chance is, because Brady is not in the division. So let's pipe down now because you're not well, really that good. It's ooh, only because Brady Pam, wasn't there. Well, so well, pipe well, it down. Pam, so, yeah. pa- so Pam, basically you're saying that the Bills are the pre-come of the NFL. Like, exactly. that's pretty much what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah. So I agree with you. And I'm, I'm only going to say this. Um, this is no disrespect to the Bills. We all predicted that the Bills were actually going to be good. The Bills just weren't good. No, no disrespect. When I say weren't good, I mean all disrespect. Good Fuck out of here. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to say this because I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Like the fucking Jets. Even though I keep trying to tell people, I've been saying this for the past what two years. The fucking Jets are coming. They are fucking coming, and when they do, I and just want people to look at all over the spaces. You heard us. I, 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 I want. I want you to. I want you to respect me like. No, I, I want you to respect me like an Earthside mammal, the same way y'all respect De- uh fucking Derek Carr for the first five weeks of the season, until you realize that hey, guess what? He's not really as good as y'all think he is. The fucking Jets this year, just like I said last year, and everybody was like, "Fucking Jets ain't gonna do anything." I was like, "They look like they kind of look like they trying something." Everybody's like, "Oh, fuck your shit, right?" Same same thing with the fucking same thing with the Houston Texans that had Q sweating, sweating. He was like, "Oh, (laughs) Greg, he might be right. He might be right. I'm not always right when it comes to college football and college basketball. I ain't shit. When it comes to the NFL, I know I know narratives. I know fucking narratives, and Q knows me. I don't speak on a lot of sports when I just have no clue, but them fucking Jets and them fucking Texans this year, it's something's going to be different. We're going to be like, yo, what the fuck happened? (laughs) Now, 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 mind you, now, mind you, Q is laughing. Q is laughing right now. He was laughing last year, last season as well. He was laughing until that game that he was about to lose and had to wear a fucking uh, jersey. He was sweating bullets. For four quarters and eight minutes, Lou, am I lying? Pam, am I lying? No, you, nope, you, you spot on. Wait, when I said the same fucking shit, you know, well, I, I, didn't, thinking, I, just I didn't have to wait. No, 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 Every fucking thing happened from Kyrie, you know, with the NBA and shit like that. I talked about Ben Simmons. We talked about fucking James Harden. We talked about LeBron. We talked about the goddamn Celtics. I, honestly, I didn't even speak on the Celtics since January. They've been on a fucking streak. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But I'm going to leave that where it is. When I talked about the fucking Houston Texans, Q was like, Greg, it's not happening. And then he's looking at the goddamn stat sheet. And he was like, oh, 
oh, okay. When we were talking about the Jets, he was like, there's no fucking way the Jets are going to win any games. They're not winning more than two games. I'm looking at Q like, so Q, you, you realize they won again, right? Like you, you see they're actually staying in games and teams are li- – they're trying to lose the Jets. They're literally trying to lose. When we talked about the fucking uh, – the Washington Commanders who Q said that they were going to go, what, 10 and 6, 10 and – what was it, 10 and 6 or something, 10 and 7 or some shit like that? He, he said they were going to basically win – Almost 11 games. I, and then... I said, I, actually, it was 11. I said they were going to go 11 yeah, and 6. He, he said they were going to win 11. And pretty much, like, the Washington Commanders were Chick-fil-A on Sunday. Like, hey, we closed, but you can hope so. You can hope hope you have leftovers. <laughs> hope you got it Saturday night. Because guess what? It didn't happen. Um, when it comes to the Buffalo Bills, Q and all of us agree. Q told us. And I agreed with him. I said, you know what? Josh Allen is the guy. He should be MVP. He's going to be the guy to get them through the AFC. And then the fucking AFC imploded. Um, Q was also right, and I have to give him his credit. He said Aaron Rodgers is going to end up catching COVID and lie about it. And God damn it, Q was right. Q was right so much we talked about it for five weeks. We literally talked about it every week for five weeks. <laughs> but what, what's not going to happen and I'm standing on this shit right now in May when it comes to them fucking New York Jets, when it comes to the Houston Texans, regardless of how ass they've been over a historical year. I'm telling you this shit now. When it comes to them two teams, I don't want to hear nobody give me any vitriol or how bad they are because I'm going to stand on this. And I promise you this. If Deshaun Watson ends up having to do any time or suspended for the first six weeks, I can guarantee you this. The fucking Houston Texans will have a better record than the Cleveland Browns the first eight weeks of the season. And I put $50 on that as well. And I mean... Talk your shit. Talk your shit. And if you don't know, now you know. Well, we might know something by the end of the week with Deshaun Watson because he's supposed to meet meet with uh, the NFL this week. You know it, because I mean, Baker Mayfield ain't gonna do shit. Ain't that right, Q? That is that is correct. <laughs> that is correct. All right, moving right along to uh, moving right along to uh, what we were supposed to be talking about the NBA playoffs. We had two game sevens yesterday, well, Sunday. We had two game sevens, and they were two game duds. The Milwaukee Bucks. Who I said was not going to repeat, firmly meant it. I'm glad that my fucking prediction on that came true because, yeah, Giannis by himself cannot carry that team. The man, you can you saw it, and I didn't even watch the game because I was uh, recovering from um, a case of the open bar. So uh, you can see in like towards the end of the second quarter and all of the second half, he ran. Out of gas, that 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 wall that they put around Giannis, with all those rangy rangy defenders and wings that Boston has, said no mas. <laughs> so we will not have a repeat champion in the, in the NBA this year. Milwaukee yes. will be Milwaukee will be cutting deers down. Yes. Keep going, Q. Keep yeah. going. Keep going. Keep Go going. Oh, 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 no, I've, I've, I've said enough for this episode, but I'm, I'm only just say this and it's not even about the Celtics. Y'all already know the vibes. But when it comes to Milwaukee, 
I'm just going to say this to the refs of the Milwaukee Bucks. The same way I give the same like hate towards Lakers, like refs and shit like that. As a Celtics fan, I just have to say this shit. Um, y'all have to go and fix y'all goddamn rules when it comes to charges versus offensive fouls. I don't know what the fuck y'all were watching as referees this entire fucking playoffs for any of these teams. Anybody who is Giannis, who literally just does the same one-two note of, I'm going to drive in, elbow first, two steps, and then elbow to get the charge. Guess what? You can't do that shit. With any team, the refs, they tried their hardest. But the issue with Giannis is when you are getting fucking 17, 18 shots a game and your team is losing, like I'm talking down by fucking 13, like there has to be something else. Milwaukee, good fucking team. Chris Middleton, as much as they talked about how they missed him, guess what? Chris Middleton, no, no. Y'all can make Chris Middleton a thing if you want to because he got a ring. I appreciate that shit. You know who else has a ring? That don't really, you know, get the accolades that they deserve. Scotty Pippen. If we if we're gonna put them on the same plateau, let's do it. But when it comes to me, in my personal opinion, as a Celtics fan, I was really disgusted at a lot of the ref shit that was going on. At least in that series, coming from what we saw in Brooklyn and how the refs were being completely honest with both teams, both Brooklyn and you know with Boston, looking at that Milwaukee series and physically watching Giannis go and like charge into people's chest in order to hope for a foul. And it's like, what what is this? This is what type of bully ball is that? You learn that from Olajuwon? No, Olajuwon had finesse. Giannis literally has shoulders and elbows. That, that is it. That, that is it for him. And the same way that they fit the NBA figured out, you know what? We're going to get rid of Hart and this fucking the, this three, four step shit that he's doing, the Euro step shit. Guess what? They figured out Giannis. Well, guess what? Take the goddamn charge every time. Because guess what's going to happen? He's going to have four fouls in the third quarter. Fucking around every goddamn game. And like Q said, when it comes to, you know, Giannis, I hate that I feel like this is going to happen, but. I hope it does. I would love to see Giannis and Luca on the same team. I, on everything I love, I would love to see it. It, w- it would probably bring me the greatest joy after Boston gets a ring. If they can get a ring this year, I don't give a fuck who wins for the next 15 years, as long as Boston wins. But if I could see Giannis and Luca on the same team, because as somebody who is a bona fide Luca fan officially, Officially, the same way I felt about Trey Young last year, I feel about Luca this Luca. year. Yeah, we're going. We yeah. But, but yeah. no, I'm not moving us too far. When it comes to Boston, I'm going to say this, and this is going to be my last little point. As a Boston Celtics fan, a couple things need to change in the offseason. Marcus Smart, as a defensive player of the year, I like you. I appreciate you. I need you to go. I need you to leave. Like, I need you to take your bag, your suitcase, your away luggage, your overnight, your soap, your toiletries, <laughs> and go. And the reason why I say this is because Marcus, Marcus, Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown are two players that I'm trying to figure out for the money that they want. What the fuck are y'all doing? Like, they, they intentionally ruin games that are winnable games. It, it's almost like they like to see themselves sweat and it's like like three plays in a row the first play you you slap the ball out of you know Jalen's hand and this I'm talking about game was it game five so you slap the ball out of Jalen's hand then you go and you get the out of bounds play and then right after that you're running up the court 
by yourself looking down. Marcus Smart doesn't dribble upward, which is disgusting to me because every time I see him, I'm like, why is he dribbling? Why is why? Why? So my next award for the night, and I'm gonna let Q get to his point because we have five voicemails. Um, I'm starting to hate a couple people on my own team. Marcus Smart is one of those. Marcus Smart, I love you, but I'm starting to hate the way that he plays. Um, he is getting the inaugural Pat Beverly. I don't know what you're doing, but you're doing it, and I don't like it award. So because Patrick Be- Patrick Beverly and Marcus Smart are essentially the same person. It's just one is more likable than the other. The green hair <laughs> shit, I hate it. The the style of play is similar. The fact that they talk the most shit and they draw fouls and that's it, it disgusts me. But Marcus Smart, I need him gone in the offseason. I need him gone. I need them to pay Peyton Pritchard before he ends up doing what Homeboy did when he left from the Lakers to Chicago. Um Caruso. you know his name. A Caruso. It's going to happen. I'm telling you, if fucking Peyton Pritchard leaves and he ends up going to Dallas like I think is going to happen, if they get him and Luka on the same team, I'm I'm going to be scared because as I land my plane, Luka Doncic, you know, going into the next game, is one of those guys that I'm terrified for what the league has to deal with when he's pissed off. He He's one of those players, Q, that when Q and I usually go to bars – even if we don't like that team, we root for that fucking team. I don't want to be rooting for Luka in a series against Boston because I fucking love this guy. I love him. He's he's amazing, Q. Q, I'm getting a Luka yes, jersey. Is. I'm getting a fucking Luka jersey. I think, I think I'm getting a number 77 as well. I think I'm getting a yeah, number 77 but, as well. And that is a perfect segue. If no more talking about Giannis. Uh, we know what the Celtics are going to do against uh, Miami. That's going to be a damn Chris Paul. 
Mm-hmm. Also, quote, he can't guard. He can't guard. Mm-hmm. And I wish mm-hmm. I could pull the. I wish I could pull the video, the audio up. Woo, 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 Jesus. So, because that's not all he said. That is not all he said. <laughs> and some players came to uh, Chris Paul's defense, most notably Damian Lillard. He tweeted at he tweeted to Pat Bev and said, did, did CP do something to you? That's not all he said, but I ain't got time. Does Chris Paul deserve the win? Yeah. Before you get into it, I'm gonna just say this one line. Losers can't defend losers. Dame Lillard should just be quiet. I like Dame. He said he has no horses. He said he has no horses no. in the game, but but that, that's the thing. Saying you don't have a dog in a fight, a horse in a fight, and then you still make a comment still means you're talking out your ass. Dame Lillard, you are historically on a losing ass team that just happens to be good because of you. You've had people that helped you win leave your team. To which your team is now just a loser with a winning person. It don't make sense. Shut up. Please. And and uh, again, last little statement when it comes to players like being mad at the truth. We have to stop trying to recognize that, hey, this person, they've been a good player. I like them. I'm friends with them. So they deserve shit. They don't deserve a fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, if fucking that, if that, thing. Hear, me, hear me up. The only reason I say this, I'm going to give you the perfect example and I'm going to shut up. If that were the case, Carmelo Anthony would have two rings right now. Mm-hmm. He would have one. He would have had one with Denver. He would have had one with the Knicks. Mm-hmm. He would have had one in Houston. He would have one in Portland. And he would have definitely had one this year in LA. Yep. Let me, and this is the thing. Oh, go, 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 no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no I'm sorry. I, last, last thing, Q, I mean, last thing. Um, and I'm, I'm done because I really want to hear Lou's take because he hasn't said anything. Um, Chris Paul again. No dis, no disrespect to Chris Paul at all. I really like him as a, uh, a style of player, and as like a overall like when I look at him, I'm happy about it. But I didn't forget the highlight tapes of him kicking people in the nuts and being an overall dirty player when he doesn't get his way. I think a lot of people completely gloss over that and forget and develop amnesia about the shit that Chris Paul does when he's not happy with losing. He's a sore loser. So to see a sore loser comfortably get beat by what I would consider to be the team who wanted it more, not the better team, the team who wanted it more, it leads credence to to everything I said that I said I'm not going to repeat when I said it. Was it at the beginning of the playoffs before the playoffs even started? I said, I don't believe in Phoenix. Phoenix is not a good team. I don't believe in uh, Devin Booker and the Mamba mentality. I don't believe in none of that shit. All that is a facade to me. All that shit is just like, oh, it's, it's Phoenix at the end of the day. So the fact that it's coming up to play again, it's like, oh, well, guess what? It happened. So now I just want Q and Lou to say, you know what? I'm gonna take the floor from here. Greg is done. I'm, I'm on mute. I, I got on you. I, I, I got you, Lou. Just give me one second to make to make this point of why. Get right ahead, man. You all good? This, all this talk, 
all this talk about Chris Paul deserves a ring. Hey, that's all fine and well. Yes, is he the point guard? Yes. Is he a first ballot Hall of Famer the, the minute he becomes eligible for the Hall of Fame? Absolute, absolutely. Let me, let me let me make it personal. I want a master's degree. I was in school to get a master's degree. I took a year off. Do I deserve a master's degree? In my opinion, in my, in my own humble opinion, that's the fuck I knew. Do I have a master's degree yet? No, because why? I haven't earned it yet. You know, just because something is deserved to you, just because something is deserved to you doesn't mean it's supposed to be just given to you. You have to go out and earn it. Now, yes, has injuries had a, had a, a say in Chris Paul not having a ring right now? Has injuries happened when he was in prime positions to finally get that ring? Yes. We can even look to last year. We can even look to last year's playoffs because, because by the NBA Finals, Phoenix was gassed. He almost didn't get it. Well, he didn't get it last year, but he almost lost it. Lost it in the, in the second round when he had that shoulder injury. We can go back to the Houston years where he pulled it. He had that full hamstring <clears throat> game seven against game seven against the Golden State Warriors. That uh, you know that prime opportunity for them to finally dethrone Golden State and get that ring because they were going to that team with Harden with. With Harden and, and Chris Paul, they were probably going to take Cleveland to seven games and then win it. Can we go? We can go back even further. We can go back to the Clippers when he was on the Clippers and he had a broken hand by none other than Patrick Beverly, and that was the that was the I think either the, the, the second or the third best opportunity that Chris Paul had to win a ring. We go back to the. We can go back to the New Orleans slash Charlotte years when guy injured had his guy out of the playoffs. Just because something is deserved, or just because you may think you are deserving, does not mean it should be given to you. You still have to go and earn it. And what has Chris Ball done in seven, 17 years that he's been in the NBA? He is not. And if it's not all his fault. But his teams have not been able to win 16 games over four series and get one. So no, no. Q, I'm going to say that. I, I, I don't mean to cut you off. I got to say this. I'm sorry. I have to. I have sorry. to. Chris Paul has always been the detriment of every team he's been in outside of New Orleans. He's literally been the worst best player on every team he's been on since New Orleans. And it's been the fact. When you think about every team he's been on, including fucking Oklahoma City, he's been the worst fucking player. He went into Oklahoma City and they were already winning without him. He came in there and he got into the playoffs and stuff. He lost him that series. When he got to fucking uh, Houston, it's like, yo, like Chris Paul, he, he literally ran Harden into the ground. Harden ain't been the same since him. Think about it. Harden before Chris Paul versus Harden after. Harden been on three teams since and he was literally the star of that team when he got there. He's been ass abysmal. Chris Paul has literally been a detriment to every team and coach he's ever actually been a part of. I honestly, if they if um if Milwaukee decides that they want Chris Paul next year instead of going after uh giving uh homeboy the max contract, talking about uh homeboy with the dreads. 
if they go and say, you know what, we'll get Chris Paul. We'll go and get him for a year and see what he does. I'm telling you, all it's going to be is Phoenix all over again, but with a center instead of a point guard. Chris Paul's main issue is this. He he realizes he's no longer the star of the team at 37, but he still thinks he deserves a ring. You are going to be the Barkley of whatever team you're on. It's like, hey, like, yes, we appreciate what you think you're going to do, but you're not going to do it because this team already ain't good enough. This team is good. They're just not better than the division or the conference that they're on. Chris Paul been on, what, four teams on the West and has done less than nothing. This is the best team he's been on, and he's still garbage. They still garbage. When I say that, I mean Devin Booker, immature. Regardless of the fact how Kobe felt about him, rest in peace to Kobe, let's just be completely honest here. Devin Booker is three years away from being the third best point guard in the fucking Western Conference. Three years away. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? Fucking Luka right now, I'm telling you, if you get that man one more player, it's it. It is fucking over in the West. That is it. There is no L.A. There is no San uh, San Antonio. There is no fucking Phoenix. Golden State, no, Golden maybe. State. Look, even, even Google is telling me, like, yo, like, let's talk about San Antonio. But when it comes to it, man, <laughs> all I know is I'm just, I'm just really not a fan of people really acting like Phoenix and Chris Paul are a thing. And they're not. Neither one of them are. Chris Paul just can go. Just go somewhere. <laughs> Well, I I I, believe, I I see I think uh, Gary Payton. Uh, I have Gary Payton vibes from Chris Paul. He's about to hop from team to team, um, yep. chasing that ring. Yep, Lou, your, we have not heard from you in a while. Your thoughts? All right, uh, all right. Number one, going back to what Greg said um, about Damian Lillard. He said the losers. What, what did what, what exactly did you say, Greg? Losers. Cannot call out losers or something like that. Yeah, yeah. A loser can't tell a loser how to win. Like, no, it, it can't. It can't happen. It don't. It structurally, it doesn't make sense. Right. Right. Okay. So, to that point, Pat Bev can't say shit to CP3 because Pat Bev ain't one. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and. The point that um, that Pat Bev made about CP uh, CP three can't play defense. Um, okay, is he not a four time assist champion? Is he not a yeah. six time steals champion? Mm-hmm. Uh, is he not a seven? Is he not a seven time All Defensive Player? Thank you. Like, mm-hmm. um, I I I think I just I, I spell a little bit of jealousy. Yeah. Well, um, I. I I agree. Of course, I agree. Listen, listen. Of, of course, it's jealousy. They were traded for each other. Yeah. Oh, well, yep. 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 Good point. They were Good traded point. for each other. When 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 the Clippers traded Chris Paul to Houston, who came in return? Patrick Beverly. Yeah. But losers, about that. no losers. Losers, no losers. Only reason I'm even agreeing with. Uh, homeboy with Patrick Beverly is because I don't like him. Like I would normally ignore the fuck out of anything he's saying, but it takes a bold loser to tell another loser that they're a fucking loser. <laughs> that sh- that <laughs> shit, that that to me matters so much because. Okay, so let me. Com- let, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me read the actual quote that he said. Mm-hmm. 
He said, quote, ain't nobody worried about Chris Paul when you play the Phoenix Suns. Nobody in the NBA. I'm just letting you know how NBA players feel. He's finessed the game to the point where he gets all the petty, all of the petty calls, all of the swipe throughs at the end. I mean, we're going to be honest. You want me to really, to be really honest? He should have fouled out. He should have fouled out the last game too. You see the replay against Jalen Brunson? He hit him on the shoulder. He hit him in the mouth. Ref didn't call anything. If that's me, oh, review it. Oh, flagrant one. If that's him, they don't call it. So let's not get it twisted. He should have fouled out. He can't guard. He literally can't guard, unquote. Mm. Mm. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's hate. That's hate. Yeah. Again, yeah, that's, like, that's, that's, yep. that's hate. But the thing is, it's one garbage player telling a uh, a perennial great. I'll say that when I say perennial, meaning like, hey, they're great to somebody. Might not be to me, but to the world, they are. Um, Patrick Beverly is absolute garbage. Like, let's just let's just make that like the base of what I'm about to say. So, if we make it a sandwich, Patrick Beverly is definitely the tomatoes. He's definitely like, you know what? He's not as important as the bread. He he's not annoying like the lettuce. He's not the onions where you can just either take it or leave it. He just like the tomatoes. It's like you know what? I didn't ask for tomatoes. It either make the sandwich good sometimes or just make it bad sometimes. He's the fucking tomato. But Chris Paul is literally the fucking. The, he's the breaded chicken on the chicken sandwich. He's like you know what? Like yo, we came for you. We we fucking came for you. So. To have the tomato tell the chicken, and I know this is my like, damn, great, he's really making it like extreme. But, it's true. <laughs> but, but like, to, to have the tomato tell like the chicken, like, yo, like, you don't taste good to somebody, it doesn't make sense. But if you've ever had a good chicken sandwich that has a good tomato, and you're like, yo, like that, it's, I understand. Like, I'm only here to compliment you to make you a better person. Chris Paul hasn't been a better person because he's always been like the star. He's never been the complimentary player to anything. He's always just been the fucking bread. He's never had to be the tomato. So to hear from Patrick Beverly, who's historically just been the fucking tomato of a team, it's like, yo, like, it, 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 it hurts because it's like, yo, it's the truth. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. Like Rondo, right? When it comes as a Celtics fan, like everybody loves Rondo. Nobody can tell you why they love Rondo. They just know for a fact that Rondo was on the team that won that year. Nobody can tell you who the fuck he played for two seasons after. Nobody can tell you who he plays for right now. Nobody can tell you why they like Rondo outside of the fact that he was on a championship team, right? Mm -hmm. So when I think of Chris Paul, they're like, okay, why do you like Chris Paul? And they're like, oh, I like Chris Paul because like he's an all-star, but it's like, no, but why do you like Chris? Did he win anything? No, he didn't. Oh, did he just like have records and shit? Yeah, but did he win anything? No. Did he play on any good teams? No. Did he like? Did he have like a good team? Oh yeah, remember that team that was like first place in Phoenix? Well, what happened? They ended up losing. Yeah. When did they lose? But they lost for like forty, right? Yeah. But you know what they're gonna still say? Well, Chris Paul's still an all star. It wasn't his fault. How the fuck is it not? He's a, he's the star of the team, right? So mm -hmm. for, for me, my landing plane is this, and I don't want to be disrespectful to Chris Paul because if I ever met him, I would literally just ask him one question is why aren't you as good on the court as you are in them state farm commercials? That, that's all I want to know. That, that is really all I want to know. Um, uh, again, but it's, it's not just a Chris Paul. Devin Booker needs to take a lot of blame because everybody swore up and down like Devin Booker was the second coming of Kobe and 11 points. Ain't going to fucking cut it. I'm going to say this, and this is it. 
I don't give a fuck how anybody from the state of, you know, Arizona, how, you know, the city of Phoenix, anybody feels about this shit. I'm an Arizona Cardinals fan. And anybody who knows me knows I, I hate to even say that in public because I'm black. So there's that. But when it comes to the fucking Phoenix Suns, everybody knows Phoenix is the third team in that state. They are the third team when it comes to any sport. It's always going to be football, hockey, and then the fucking basketball team. Chris Paul didn't change that shit. He didn't move the needle or anything like that. When Chris Paul ends up eventually going back to L.A. to go and play with Braun and Melo in them, you know what we're going to say? Well, guess what? They finally got Chris Paul a ring. But still, LeBron got it for him. It's never going to be. You know what? Chris Paul had an opportunity. Oh, he was first place last year? You, you, they were first seed, and they... Had the best season all year in, in an off season. Yeah, like that's Chris Paul. His career is going to be hinged on the fact that he's been a historic loser on every fucking team he's been on. And Zion Williamson, I hope you hear this shit because you are playing on a team that Chris Paul played on. You bum, fat motherfucker. I need you to just understand that. This is the legacy that is leading to you. And I, I mean this shit from the bottom of my heart because, like, as somebody who was a fan of Chris Paul the same way I was a fan of Melo, it hurts to hear that people are really just holding the person ahead of their legacy when their legacy is being a fucking loser. Chris Paul is historically a fucking loser. He ruined the L.A. Clippers. They had every reason to win that ring that year, and they didn't. So to land the plane, Chris Paul. I'm sorry. I just don't want you to come to the East Coast. The East is not here for you. There's nothing that Chris Paul can do unless they go and have the Joanna Man trophy for Chris Paul. He goes to the WNBA for a season. He's not winning the ring. And you heard it here first. All right. All right. Let's get to these race Here we go. No, uh, yeah, CP3 does so deserve. A, you know, deserve a uh, a ring, but I think I think he needs to show up in these fucking big games and stuff like that. But it was one of those nights when you know it wasn't falling. When your shot's not falling, you can't do nothing about that. But as a hooper, as a hooper myself, in this game, sometimes you just gotta figure out the next time you're in that situation how to get better and how to, you know. Not let your teammates down in that situation. Hey Lou, hey Lou, 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 do the do the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers deserve the Super Bowl? The Steelers deserve a Super Bowl this year for showing up. Fuck no. All right, I'm done. No, I'm, I'm going back on mute. That's it. That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> um, in, in CP3's defense, the re- a report came out this board and said that he uh he had a quad injury in Game Six. That's all I know about that. <laughs> okay. That's all I know about that. Okay. No, 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 I'm just saying what it said, man. Okay, yeah. That's it. All right, injury. I get it. And it's not against, you know, that's not towards you. But no, I'm not giving any injury narrative, none of that. Because when Chris Paul was out, when he broke his thumb, whatever, Fucking uh, spinach, spinach on his hand. Who carried the team? Devin Booker. You know who else carried that team? Cam Johnson and Cam Payne. Where was they in Game Seven? 
There was one point in the game where the Phoenix Suns started lineup of DeAndre Ayton, McCall Bridges, Devin Booker, Jay Crowder, and DeAndre Ayton had this scoring line. Chris Paul, one point. Devin Booker, two points. DeAndre Ayton, three points. McCall Bridges, four points. DeAndre Ayton, five points. No. Nope. Nope. Not, not, not buying it. Not buying it. Not buying it. Devin Booker, who's supposed to be, as my brother always says, best player in the NBA. He, he even had to come out to me and was like, damn, damn. Sons, I wasn't expecting this. Devin Booker didn't show up. Thank you, because he's not star. He's not a, well, I'm not going to say he's not a star, because he, he's star worthy, but he's not the star. And a game seven, Win or lose situation. You lose, you don't board that flight to go. You don't board that flight to go to Golden State. You go to San Francisco. Your ass stays in Sky. Your, your plane stays at Sky Harbor International Airport. Mm-hmm. Game seven. Game seven. For you to score a grand total of eleven points. Eleven. Eleven. And I may be off by like two. But just eleven points. And you're supposed to be the man, the dude, the alpha. The star of the team, best player in the best player in the NBA, not not named Kevin Durant, not named Nikola Jokic, not named Joel Embiid. This will be the best player in the NBA. Eleven points, and this is a game that determines if you go to the conference finals or your ass stays your plane your team plane stays at Sky Harbor International Airport. Eleven points, get the fuck out of here. Mm. Get now, the fuck Q. out of here. Now, Q, with, with the point that you just said, I want you to run these voicemails because I feel like there's going to be a lot of caping. There's going to be a lot of, not a capping, there's going to be a lot of caping. Motherfuckers got on their Superman suits, everybody Clark Kent with the glasses on. There, there's a lot of voicemails that I'm seeing, and they're about to make excuses. I don't want these excuses no more. I, I, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Demo, uh, Diamante, Big Hoss, like, Cashley, well, who's this? An- uh, and Hella? Yeah, let, let's do this. I'm ready. Right. What y'all got Here to say? Go. <laughs> what up, y'all? I'm tuning in, loving the show, man. So I was hearing, man, sounds like my man got the greatest predictions. Who you got in the finals, NBA finals, man? Say, <laughs> you saying Celtics all the way? You're getting to okay, that. You're going to get to that in real, one second. Hold on, real quick, real quick. I will just go say ahead. this. I don't predict anything but my team. My team will only go as so far as Marcus Smart doesn't fuck up. I'm going to give you the predictions at the end. Damn, Greg, you that niggas. Yo, I fucks with you, bro. I followed you, bro. I fucks with this platform, fucking with y'all. That shit you said about Giannis. Damn, I, I did see him like, yo, it was charge, charge, bro. Calls after call, bro. That shit was crazy, bro. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, they were complaining before he was playing bully basketball that he wasn't <laughs> playing bully basketball. You saying that he shouldn't play bully basketball and they, they should be doing these charge calls. The shit was crazy, bro. But then you... Your analogy with the whole he's the only one bringing up 20 points per quarter. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you, though, cuz. Elaborate on that, what, though. What, real quick, real quick, because we got to get into the voicemails. When it comes to the bully ball thing, I'm all for bully ball. The issue is everything that Giannis does on the East Coast, he couldn't do on the West. Like, then the reason why I say that is because LeBron can't get away with it. They will literally call LeBron for the same shit that Giannis did. And the only reason I say that is because 
literally LeBron has lost games for the Lakers for trying to do the shit that Giannis has done. Giannis, the only reason he gets away with this because he's in a small market. And somebody's like, dang, like small market, like Milwaukee, obviously being the defending champions and stuff like that, they'll give you a little bit of bias and stuff like that. But after the whole situation with him losing the MVP and stuff like that, people were like, dang, like we feel like like Giannis just he, he wasn't getting the credit that he deserved. But the the two elbow shoulder in shit, he's been doing that all season. That's what's been getting him to the line. The same way that last season we had the situation with um with Harden where he would do the Euro step and it would get him to the line. When people realize all they had to do was just step to the right and you can completely avoid the foul, and more importantly, like they would end up getting the travel call. You notice what happened with Harden, right? He stopped. Even his own teammates, like, yo, he's not even the same player. He's not the same player because the league figures you out. You know, they figure you out. NFL, any sport, they figure you out. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, people figured out all you got to do is entertain his wife and his brother and just shut them up for four quarters. And guess what? You win a goddamn game. It, it, it's not that hard. When it comes to fucking uh, Harden, all you had to do is. With Harden, all you have to do is step to the right. Everybody knew this shit. It's like, yo, just step to the right. With Luka, the reason why people can't figure out Luka is because Luka going to keep fucking coming at you. And as a Celtics fan, that shit scares the fuck out of me because it's like, yo, he's not here with just some like one move that you're going to do for four quarters. Giannis did this shit the entire Celtics series and game five. I was like, yo, y'all just going to let this happen is what you're saying. The rest, they want to see seven games. They wanted to be rigged the same way that when Golden State, what, what game was that? Was it game five where they had already predicted that the series was three, two and the game hadn't even tipped off yet. I was like, yo, how the fuck is it? The, 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 the shit already, it was saying three, two. I was like, it's not even tip off. How is this happening? Because some people would say that the, you know, the NBA is rigged. But when it comes to Giannis, you know, to answer your you know question, everybody knows that bully ball shit. It only worked for Giannis. Because this year, there was no Chris Middleton. Next year, when Chris Middleton is back, and he actually has to facilitate that ball, and Drew Holiday isn't there, and they got to end up going in the offseason and figuring out who they're going to get, it's not going to work. And the only reason it won't work is because the league has figured out Giannis on the East. That bully ball shit won't go far at all. And, you know, as a Celtics fan, a little bit of bias, um, Marcus Smart, Thank you for taking the charges, but the flopping shit, that's going to be a whole nother rule that people are going to go and change in the offseason as well. You heard it here first. All right. But guys, guys, listen, I don't think Chris Paul made the statement that he deserves a ring. It was Jeremy fucking Lin. He needs to shut up. He's a bozo. He started his whole shit. He's only in, I don't even call him Jeremy Lin or Lin Sand. He's called Mr. 11 Games. He was only hot for 11 games. That's it. By accident at that. Figured it out. Wop, wop. That's it. Long gone. They done bully this nigga on and off the court. He done started his whole mess, bro. And now look. Niggas is getting shut down. It's true. Damien, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Pat Bev had to say what he had to say, man. He was just coming at him like a dog until somebody gets that ring. None of them niggas got the ring. And all of that topic, all niggas who was mentioned do not have a ring. No, I'm 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 gonna say this real quick, Q. Basically, when it comes, Patrick Beverly is just a, a bum ass Draymond Green. 
I know that sounds so fucked up to say, but it's the truth. Like, Draymond Green ain't as good as he think he is, but neither is Patrick Beverly either. Now, I'm saying this like I would ever beat them in one-on-one, but I'm just talking about what I'm seeing in the optics. So when I hear Patrick Beverly tell people how they're trash, and it's like, bro, but you don't do anything. It feels good because as somebody who watches TV and watches the NBA and I see them playing each other, it's like, yo, like, so Patrick Beverly, he, he realized, like, that player is not as good as we think they are. Like, I think, like, Grayson Allen is one of the worst fucking players in the NBA ever. Like, he, he's literally in, like, my top, like, 30 worst fucking players ever. And I don't know why. I just don't. He has, like, a face that I just don't like. So he's just in that list for me. And so, <laughs> oh, and Duke, too. But, like, when I hear Patrick Beverly say things, it makes sense because, like, oh, well, it's just. Trash team, like trash team, but trash person. But Patrick Beverly, he just, it, it feels better knowing that he knows that he's not better than them, but he also knows their ass at the same time. So that helps. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Next question. Here we go. CP3 don't even deserve an onion ring. <laughs> <laughs> Oh damn! Y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. Oh my god! Oh god! Let me take these last two. Pam, Pam, chill, chill. I know you' about to go to. I, 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 first of all, first of all, what up, Prince? What up, Pam? What up, Lou? What up, Greg? This is your boy Jeff Green from the Jeff Green Network from Sports on Stereo, the originals. As a Bills fan, I understand what y'all Jets fans oh boy. Uh-oh. are feeling right now. Uh-oh. But we still own the AFC East. All right, bro? All right? Oh, boy. My other thing is, though, <laughs> give me your top five quarterbacks going coming into the season. All right? I, I, I want to know. And, and I think Zach Wilson will, I think Zach Wilson will be a great quarterback. Sometime, if they don't mess, if if the offensive coordinators don't mess them, mess them up like they did Sam Darnold, but that's another day, another story. All right, here's my hot take, and I'm gonna let the guys go. I'm gonna gonna let the guys go. I got Zach Wilson ahead of your boy this year. Not statistically, just in my QB rankings right now, I have Zach Wilson ahead of him. Just slightly. Like, if I had Josh Allen at, like, I think I had him at, like, 11. I got Zach Wilson at, like, 9. And the only reason I say that is because the Jets are the fucking underdogs this year. And I'm not even a Jets fan. I, I'm not a you Jets fan. Every year. Every year. But, but Q, every time I keep telling y'all that you won't listen and then it happened, I'd be sitting there all season trying to say, yo, do you remember I said this three, four months ago, five months ago? When Zach Wilson, when you motherfuckers are looking at me like, how the fuck is, like, Zach Wilson out here showing up? I'm like, motherfucker, I, I, didn't, I said it in May. It's going, like, Justin Timberlake said, it's going to be May. It's going to be fucking May when I tell you this shit. <laughs> so, Josh Allen, I fuck, I, fuck with, I fuck with Buffalo. I really do. But Buffalo is, with no disrespect... Buffalo is nothing but the fucking AFC's version of the Minnesota Vikings. They good as shit. They should be winning shit, but they won't win because of them. They are the detriment to their own fucking team. Minnesota right now should have been in the NFC Championship the last three years. And why not? 
because they continue to fucking lose to mediocre-ass teams like Green Bay. You hear what I'm saying? What, what do you think the fucking the Buffalo Bills do? Every year, they lose to a team that want to lose, that they want to lose. Kansas City, they're like, yo, please, please, for the love of God, just beat us so people can stop acting like we are the fucking Patriots of fucking 2007. Please, just fucking beat us. They, they literally let uh, Tyreek Hill go just so people can say, yo, can y'all please stop saying we're going to win a goddamn Super Bowl every year? Every year? Y'all keep saying this shit like we're going to win it, and they keep losing. Buffalo right now, with everything out of the way for Kansas City, everything out of the way for fucking uh, any other AFC team, Buffalo right now should be predicted to win the AFC, and they aren't. No, no, they're not, Q. No, they're not. If you look at the predictions right now, the fucking Buffalo Bills are number three in the AFC to win. If you look at it right now, they're ranked number three. Did you did you did you forget the fucking yo? Did you forget the fact that they had Cincinnati and Vegas ahead of them? They have Baltimore at number four. They have the Chargers at number five. They have fucking Cleveland at number six, and they have Kansas. I'm sorry, Kansas City was number two. I'm sorry. So the numbers were this: they had fucking Cincinnati, Kansas City, Vegas. Then they had Buffalo at four. They got New England at five. They got Pittsburgh, and then they have Baltimore at seven. Chargers at eight. They have the Colts at nine, and then they have Denver at ten. How the fuck they got Denver at ten? I don't know because I personally feel like Denver should be ahead of Vegas. I feel like Denver's that far ahead, even with the whole Jerry Judy shit with him, you know, possibly going to jail. There's that. But yeah. you're trying to tell me, but, yeah. So. Anybody who has Buffalo ahead of Cincinnati is clearly on drugs, so there's that. Um, you got New England, for me, in my personal opinion, even with their quarterback who everybody slighted the entire year, except for Q. Q was the only one out of this entire sports test that said, you know what? I actually like New England's quarterback. I think he's actually pretty good. I was like, yeah, I don't know about all that. I don't, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And what did he do all year? Fuck it. He was beating everybody's fucking ass in fantasy football and fan. Do- Yo, do you realize he had, I think he had like the third most points in fucking fantasy footballs as a QB? That's crazy. That's crazy. And it wasn't like they were scoring fucking 30, 40 points a, day, you know, a game. He was just getting 350 yards every week, two, three touchdowns, 27 fucking uh, rushing yards every week. So I don't want to hear about Buffalo. I honestly don't. I like Orchard Park, too. But if you got them ahead of Cincinnati, I want to know the drugs you're smoking so I can tell you to get off. All right. <laughs> All right. So that being said, uh, I guess these NBA stories since I got tweet. Plus, maybe staying in LA, Ray John Rondo pulled out a gun and uh, his kid's mother. Uh, DeAndre Ayton doesn't feel valued by the sun. Okay. And Doc Rivers is staying in Philly, but that could be Luke there. With that, it is time for awards. We already have one unanimous award for this week. Mm -hmm. Any other? Any other? Yeah, I just want to say this. It's not even an award. I'm serious about this from the bottom of my heart. Yo, um, Russia and no disrespect to them. Let Brittany Griner no. go home, please. 
all disrespect to Russia, but yeah, bring Britain like when I when I read that article, Q, it, it hurt because it was like, bro, like what what is going on here? Like I get it, like they have their own policies and like institutions and stuff like that, but it just really hurt knowing that they're doing these things intentionally. And I'm I'm not really too fond of it. So there's that. That was my award for that. If I had an award, um, baseball season has been less than abysmal. As somebody who is a Washington Nationals fan, Q was right. I should have just acted like I wasn't a fan this year because boy, they are bad. Jesus, they are yeah, bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, wow. Um, he said, "Wow." <laughs> like, Jesus, what you the see, fuck I, is going? on? Yeah, you see it there. I have, there's a reason why we haven't been talking about baseball this season. One, I don't care right now. And two, the Nationals are that bad. Yeah. Um, but I did want to ask you and Lou, you know, I know you, we're in the awards thing um, right now for you and Lou, because you guys are more baseball than me. When it comes mm-hmm. to baseball, who do you guys have? when it comes to awards for baseball? Like, who's the best team, worst team, and who is the best overall player in baseball right now? Uh, the best overall, okay. The best overall <clears throat> player? Oh, man. Um, I gotta yeah, go that's a tough judge. one. I got to go Aaron Judge. But don't forget what, what Shohei and, and the out in the Anaheim, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim are doing. I believe mm-hmm. almost put them as, as, as best team in, in, in MLB. Uh, up there with God, I, God knows I hate to say this, the New York fucking Mets. Mm. <laughs> mm. All right. I was not expecting mm-hmm. that. I was not expecting that team at all. I'm looking at the stat sheet now. I'm like, oh my, wow. But again, I mean, look at the Who, Nationals. Who's your worst team, Q? Oh, uh, uh, I mean, that's that's a layup. Cincinnati. A yeah, team I that, that, that threw a no-hitter and still lost. And lost. <laughs> wait, what, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. That happened? Yep. yep. You're joking. Yesterday. Nope. Sun, yesterday. They threw a combined yeah. no-hitter against the Pittsburgh Pirates, and they lost one nothing. And that's pretty good. That run wasn't even. It was an unearned run. So it oh happen. no! Oh my god! Wow! Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't there's have anything chance, for that one. There's a chance that there's a chance that Cincinnati may 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 not even win forty games this year. Really? Forty. They only got three wins. Three wins, and we're two months into the season. Three wins. No, they have a few more now. I think they have five or six now. No, no, it was three. Maybe four. Maybe they're four thirty-seven. Damn. Okay. Well, yeah, they're funny. bad. They're they're really bad. And yeah. I thought Pittsburgh week, was if, bad. Yeah. If next week y'all can actually tell me more. Yeah. At least the Nationals but, have eleven wins. At least the Nationals have eleven wins. Cincinnati has he, four. He said at least eleven. At least. <laughs> well. <laughs> All, all I'm saying is All-Star break is what? In like a month? So uh, July. Yeah, July. So about like two months. Um, next week, if y'all could, like, just like, since we don't really have a lot of NFL news, like, if y'all could just, like, catch me up to baseball again, because I would love, now that obviously Memorial Day weekend's coming up and stuff, like, I would love to go to a baseball game. But if the Nationals are still going good, Q, I'm going to stick to my rule. 
Um, I'm not going to another fucking Nationals game. Well, I don't think you have to worry about that until <laughs> you don't have to worry about that because uh, uh, the Nationals are, are not good. The only good thing they have is, is Soto, Juan Soto. But you know, I, I, they're actually usually Mikel Franco, Michael Franco is having a pretty solid season. Um, we have the Nationals have a stud in the making, and Yadiel Hernandez and Kevin who. Uh, Kevin uh, Reeves, the, the catcher that came over in the Scherzer tree, along with Josiah Gray. Josiah Gray has been pitching pretty well. But other than that, Josh, uh, Josh, Josh, Be- Josh Bell's been doing pretty good for you guys too. Josh Bell's been going. All, Josh Bell has been going all right, but the pitching, the pitching is atrocious. Mm. Eric Fetty should not be in the league. Jo- uh, Patrick Corbin is a shell of himself. Um, mm. I can't even tell you who the fourth starter. Oh, Yona Don, I like him. He's been doing all right. I can, other than that, uh, this team needs Stephen Strasburg to get to, to get over his uh, his Ben Simmons infatuation and get oh, back no. in the house. <laughs> how, how long has he been out? A year and uh, uh, going on uh, um, a year and two months. So he got his money in pretty much. Just wow. Well, he missed all of he missed all of twenty twenty. Missed all of twenty twenty. I mean, I'm sorry, he didn't miss all of twenty twenty. He made three, two or three starts in twenty twenty. Last year, he made five starts. He then had thoracic outlet surgery. I believe that was thoracic outlet, uh, and he has not pitched since May of twenty twenty one. Hmm. That's that. And Patrick Corbett hasn't been the same since the World Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, we, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to have cheap ticket nights because uh, yeah, this team is bad. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, no sugar goat. This team is bad. This team is bad. They're rebuilding. It's bad. It's bad. Like, uh, it was uh, uh, y- yesterday. Two base error. Uh, Soto ran into an out at third base, and then um, there was an error. There was an error on the throw, and then Josh Bell followed up and still got thrown out at third base. Wow, it was bad! Like this horrible base running. Oh yeah. See, I'll just wait to the WNBA season. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> That's a lot. They started. That's a lot. The Mystics. The Mystics are four zero. Wow. And they're missing two key players right now. Well, I ain't going to jinx it for the Mystics. The last time I actually said the word Mystics, they won. So I ain't going to jinx it. So I'm going to just be quiet. Uh, shout shout oh, out to right. um, But oh, every right. other decent yeah, team, yeah. y'all ask. So. Yeah. The Mystics are four now. <laughs> this is and, a good one. And Elena Dano like looks like the, the Elena Dano Dano uh, that won MVP the year that the Knicks won the WNBA championship, which was 2019. <laughs> oh, wow. She, she looks look at that. that. All right. So, if there are no more awards, you have been listening to another episode of Best Damn Sports, so, Sports Show on Stereo. I'm like a lot of sports that you can follow us on Twitter at YBBobbit on that other god awful. Um, Platform called Instagram and Young Black Pod. 
until then, we'll see you next week. Have a great week, everybody. Peace out, everyone. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. (laughs) 